This episode of Race Brain Podcast is brought to you by Resolute Coffee. I've been working with Resolute Coffee for some time now, and I got to tell you, the product just keeps getting better and better. They're very dedicated to their craft. You know why? Because they're part of this community. They know what hard work and determination will get you. So the founder puts a lot of energy into this craft. And if you're going to drink nice coffee, you might as well support somebody that's within the community. My personal favorites are the Aponte Honey. That's has a washed processing. So it's a little bit cleaner, a little bit more familiar, a little bit more of approachable cup of coffee, very quality. If you like something a little bit more adventurous, I like the Ethiopian natural. It's going to give you a little bit more fruit, a little funkiness. It's a little bit less predictable, a little bit more of an adventure in the cup for your mornings, if that's what you like. RR20 at checkout for 20% off of your order. Resolute Coffee, crush shit daily. Hello, welcome to Race Brain Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. Joining me as always, Jack Bauer, Bracken Crocker. Today, we are going to be talking about the la- the three different High Rocks races that happened over the weekend, and we're going to touch a little bit on the Spartan schedule that we haven't talked about that was released a couple weeks ago. If we have time, we're just going to have some fun conversations at the end, maybe creating our own little uh, hybrid, goofy competition whatever we want to call it. It's in the works. It's in that works. We're going to get there and it's going to be what BK. If we were, if we were to develop a hybrid goofy game situation, what would be our tagline? Who would we be trying to find? What, who are we testing? What are we doing? The goofiest around. (laughs) Finding the goofiest athlete to, yeah. yeah. Goofiest on earth. Then, then we can't open ourselves up to ridicule. I mean, that's that's not a thing either, right? No. If we claim it and we just stick with yeah, it. Stand on it. Like, yeah, hey, we said this was going to be goofy. And here we, I actually sat down and wrote, wrote out a couple of workouts. Oh, so did you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So even if we didn't get all the way to it, I want to I wanna, I wanna see what the panel thinks about these workouts and kind of uh, run through the beta version of them. Yeah, let, let's fly through what you did this weekend so we can get to the goofy games. <laughs> so we can get to the good stuff. So let's start in High Rocks. Dallas. We had some doubles and teams competition going down as well as some individuals. Should we start with the teams? Where should we start here? You had a weekend. You've had two weekends in a row. This is like November is a good month for retrying. I looked at I looked at Kent on our flight home and I because we're doing the RMR deal. I said, are we ever going to have this good of back to back weekends in the rest of the time for RMR? It's like the first weekends. We've got existed. Deco worlds coming up also. Like this, this could be a fantastic. Oh, they're going to bomb. And Stockholm, uh, <laughs> yeah. Meg's gonna be over at Stockholm. Yeah. So yeah, things are things are coming together at the right time. We 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 did the launch of the app systematically with our fitness. Like we did a, a progression for both things to land right on one spot. Yeah. What I'm about to say is going to be very open for ridicule. Nice. And so I partially stand on this. I think the two doubles records that were set are the number three and four most impressive high rocks performances to date in the history of the sport outside of the men's and world women's world record. I think Hmm. they're the next two strongest times in performances we've seen put up. I don't think that's that crazy. I I don't know if I'd number it three and four, but I did not be taken lightly. Who's three. Who's four. I don't know because I think you and Palio were like the sum of your parts was less than the whole. 
that makes sense, or the whole was greater than the sum of your parts, that you two together did better than either of you two could do alone. And so that alone, it was the perfect storm. That alone makes it an incredible performance. But we all know that mixed doubles comes down to how well can your female run. Right. And that alone makes it hard to not say that what Meg did was the most impressive thing all weekend. But what you and but but she can do it. She's already the the record holder. Right. But you and Palayo, I think, outkicked your coverage further than she did. She did what like she did excellence, which she always does. And you guys went further beyond what you normally do. Like if there was a race brain esque podcast predicting how this would go, say in the like UK. race brain or something, something yeah. like race brain. What would it, what would it be called in the UK? What do they call like a noggin? That sounds like a race word noggin. That, yeah, noggin nook. <laughs> noggin nook. Um, <laughs> That's I don't know. <laughs> I don't stand on that. We're beta everything today. Everything is a test yeah. run today. Yeah. They if it was Dylan the cranium carriers. Cr- there we go. Uh, we're, we're again no anyway, bad ideas and keep going. No yeah, bad ideas. No bad ideas. <laughs> if it was Dylan Scott and David Magida. Versus me and Palio, people would probably pick Megita and Dylan, right? I thought you two were going to win. I wouldn't have. In the UK, I'm saying not this yeah. race, oh, brand. Oh. If from a, from the outside, like looking at it from because yes. high rocks doubles is different than high rocks. We'll right? never pick you in the in the UK or anywhere else. They love me in the UK. If you're in, <laughs> if you're discussed in Europe, it's never positively. You're not getting picked. I love this last. I'm telling you, they uh, but like. In terms of name recognition, what yeah. those two may have done, like Palio and I, we had we finished better than them the week before, but that was one time. We weren't at Worlds the year before, so if you think of like, oh, these two athletes are probably better than those two athletes at High Rocks, but doubles is all about the running, right? The weight is so much lighter, and it's really what you can do on the runs that is going to make a really solid doubles partner. The same way BK said, the the mixed doubles boils down basically to how well the female can run. Mm-hmm. On the men's, it's like, can you get two fast runners in the same? course on the same team and that's what we that's what we did that's what we had well you said it and i said it after after chicago doubles when we were talking about like some of these really stud men's doubles teams that didn't go much fat this will this is dangerous is crossing into bragging about our own times territory but all right what you and i did nine months ago mm-hmm. was not far off what some top 10 men in the world have done teaming up with each other mm-hmm it was better than some of them. And what it, what we said it showed is the difference between being really good at high rocks and being really good at going highly anaerobic back and forth. Mm-hmm. Like doubles, you get to dip in and out the whole time. And high rocks, you cannot really. Right. And and so I think that's that's what we saw is you and Palio both can have the high end. And that's really important. The, the thing that I kind of made the analogy to, it, just pretend you're in the NBA and sometimes you have a couple superstars team up and they don't always do better than the two players who just mesh well with each other and they have mm-hmm. a similar skill set that you know like a Steph Curry and Clay Thompson that Clay Thompson is not necessarily you know even in the top 10 best in the league and never really was probably but the two of them as a tandem you know had a ton of success uh despite not having like a perfect skill set um but that, that's kind of how I see you and play it's like two very very solid athletes but combine them and you guys are going to dominate in that race, in the in this form, in this style yes. of race, yeah, your your running was matched so well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that was kind of the plan going in. Was basically it was so for a double strategy. This is something that I think we kind of figured out on the fly. Is whoever 
Playa would finish his stations and he was planning on leading the runs as well. But what turned out is like have the person who finished the station run like the first lap so they can get their bearings. And then I would take it and just push it to the point where I felt I could uh, perform well into my station and he was going to have rest. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, you can kind of overextend on the run and then come in and recover a little bit into the station and then kind of do the opposite on the back end. So we kind of figured out a strategy really solid at the end too. So that's kind of what you and I did Bracken where it was like, if you were the last one heading out of the zone, it was, it, I let you kind of set the tone. And when you were feeling a little bit recovered, it's like, all right, I'll, we'll either work together. I'll let you stay in the front or I'll go to the front, but we'll, we'll keep each other accountable to go a little bit faster on the second portion. It was fun to watch. I tuned in. I was glued to the iPad. Then the second half. Mm-hmm. No, no, that, the whole thing. I watched the whole race. The whole race was on. Dylan streamed it. Yeah, yeah, Dylan. Oh, he streamed the uh, Canton and Matt. Oh, you. So Some, someone, someone had his account streaming the entire race. Oh, yeah, right, I was right, like, right, I, right. I saw coverage. D1 Nats were supposed to coverage started at the same time, but D1 Nats didn't start until like you were crossing the line. Essentially, I haven't that caught that. Perfect. I haven't timing. caught that yet. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to catch up on good races. Was it? I, heard I, the was, women's race I was double was really good this weekend. Oh, that's D1 amazing. Nats. High rocks, <laughs> back and forth. It's <laughs> a visual need. Yeah. So, uh, and this the, the doubles record was something that other athletes have really gone after. I mean, Hunter had the record broken couple by weeks Sandy. Ago we tried it a couple weeks ago. We tried him and win, and they fell. They're not slow. They fell short. No. no. And Sandy and Tim had the record before. Tim. And one thing about this course, I mean, it wasn't like set up to be a <laughs> world record course by any. There was so many people. And we and we would did like this powerlift heat, so it was the third heat of the day for doubles, and so there's already two doubles teams out, two doubles heats out on the course, and then right after mixed doubles start started right after us, so it actually got like worse as it went on, not better. So we didn't have a clear running path the the entire time. So there's there's probably time out there, maybe not a ton, maybe that helped us kind of chill, but uh, there was a lot of zigging and zagging and screaming left. Weaving reminds me of stadium races where like you kind of have to pick your line and stuff. It's that, kind of fun. I, it, I was gonna say I actually enjoyed it. Like it it keeps it takes you out of your perfect stride because like you can't just get in that rhythm. But like going around the corners, you might have to make like a quick little acceleration because you see a pack of five wide and you're like I gotta get inside them or I'm gonna get boxed out. And Bracken, you would run wide sometimes. I'd go in the middle, and I, I thought it was really fun doing it as a team. Mm-hmm. But watching the speed that you guys were doing it at, it's a different level. A little sketchy. I knew you guys were in trouble from a course perspective when they lined everyone up and there were all these teams next to you that I've never seen before. And this one guy steps to the front, (laughs) puts his arms out and starts going, standing here, chin up. Taking it in. It's about to happen. I I don't know who you are, (laughs) which means you're not, you're not, you're supposed to be in the front line. Because at this point, there's no surprises in High Rocks. Right. Right. And then right away off the line, two of the four teammates got caught in the the wash. Yep. One of you and one of them, one of you and one of Megita's team, I forgot who it was, but like right away, we're I think Palio had to like, I was like, oh my God. got out in front. He was looking back for me. I was like, we're good. Just go. We'll be fine. Right away. People were just in it for them. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a long day. It was a really hype start line though because everybody in there kind of knew each other and it was mm-hmm. just all dudes just going nuts just bouncing off of each other it was great 
you, you've got a couple uh opponents dylan and david who love trash talk what, what was it like in there oh it was amazing it was so it was to have them and this is what I thought for Worlds because Worlds doubles is on a is on a different day, right? So there could be a lot. You, of you got half teams. a dozen people at various points next to each other, like competing to be the first off them. Yeah, It'd be insane. Just with those two, it was too crowded. Just with two teams going next to each other, it was like we were bumping into each other, coming yeah, off yeah. of like burpees or the row. You need or, a lane yeah. in between, but like it's not enough. You, you kind of do. Enough. You probably need to make it a grid. Honestly, that's probably the way to do it. Yeah. But you, you guys had the perfect setup to break a record. And that you had a team that was pushing you for like two thirds of the race, and then you got away and finished with momentum. We had to that run is away. exactly run how for our lives. Yeah. yeah, that is exactly how a, a time has to be set with company right into the point where you make a decisive move and you're terrified. Yeah. And that's the thing: we had to run a world record to win the race. Yeah, you know, like so it was really like if we were by ourselves, I don't know, because uh, it gets a, it got a little ugly after burpees. But then we were able to really regroup after the row and, and our running kept getting like better and better. So um, it was cool. There, was there a point where you were like, oh, crap, this is so fast? Because I'm sure you, you're basically running at or slightly faster than your DecaFit pace. That must have felt like, oh, boy, we're, <laughs> we're we're in uncharted waters right now. The runs felt OK, but it would be like the sled push was still hard, <laughs> even though yeah. it's like open weight. The carpet that there or the sleds, however they put them out there, weren't moving that well. And the, yeah, and then that coming out of burpees, it was like, okay, this is a lot, but that's kind of what we, what I was thinking before. It's like, this is a race to the rower. Cause then each of us are going to get a minute and a half break Oh yeah, or so. And it, it really it, did work out that way. In every station after that, you get enough rest to actually rest. Mm -hmm. Lunge reps, even if you only do 10 steps each, which is about what Jack and I were doing. 10 yeah. walking lunges is 14. enough time to actually rest mm -hmm. and then burpee broad jumps is not no fast reps is push. not enough time to recover from going fast on the burpee so you come off both of those just smoked and thinking i did half the work how is my smoke but you're smoked yeah you're right like in coming off of lunges like you're not beat like the way you would be in a regular one like you're not so blown up because it is just fast and then you get good decent rest and then it was basically just burn it down until we got to wall balls so it all came together. Palio's on fire. And you went unbroken? Uh, no, I did. I went unbroken in the relay. I did 70. Oh, in the relay. Um, and was feeling good, but our plan was to do 70-30. Like, so are, we swapped are you it top, out there. Top three or maybe even the best male wall baller in the game right now? I mean, if it's just like a race to 100 wall balls, like probably. But after okay. an hour of racing, I, <laughs> yeah, it, that doesn't seem to always work out the way that I, I wanted That's it true. to work out <laughs> Dude, in that relay. They gave me a, a 20 pound ball when it was supposed to be 14. That was <laughs> what happened. And I was, I didn't even notice until, and then when someone said something around like 60 or 70, he's like, Oh, he has a, a nine kilogram ball. And then I was like, Oh, <laughs> I feel tired now. <laughs> I didn't I feel tired before then. Dylan. Dylan is your hype man right there. That was awesome. <laughs> give him that give him that nine kilogram ball. Yeah. Fuck out of here. Um <laughs> but let's let's go over to mixed with Kent and Meg. And really on paper, right? Like the the there's not hasn't been necessarily a super team who's gone after the mixed doubles the way that there has been for the 
male and female. I mean, the female record is Meg and Michaela. Yeah. So, I mean, like, <laughs> only who's going to beat that? Just Meg and Lauren. Meg and Lauren. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, like, and, like, I don't even know. Because sometimes it would have to be, like, a really good runner. A really good runner who could also do stations because they would need to have a reprieve. So like yeah. if there was Rebecca someone like, Hammond or something, like if she that's came a great back. one. Yeah. I was gonna say someone like like me, like someone who can run into yeah. some stations as well. But on the women's side, it seems like the best runner is also the best mm-hmm. at the event itself, is also the best yeah. at the station. So if there was someone in the middle there who could run with Meg, uh but I don't think anybody the, is that. The combos longer. of available men who could set a world record, depending on skill set, is much larger than the pool of women who could do it, in my opinion. It seems mm-hmm. that way. Same for the same gender, just because Meg is going to be part of it and who's going to hang with her. Like, just doesn't really happen. There, you can count it on like one hand who can keep up with her in, in the hybrid space. It'd be cool so, seeing Lauren and, and uh, Brylin go against. Kent and Meg at oh, Worlds, that'd be, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be great. That'd be that'd be a good team, yeah, for sure. That would actually be a really good team. And uh, but so we haven't really seen the super team on the mix side. the The record holders before was Tim Venish and um, a woman who's not necessarily involved in High Rocks. So I think it was like she ran. Tim did all the stations. When you have a partner like Meg, like Kent was able to give her work. Right. So it wasn't like mm-hmm. Ken was doing everything. So like Meg pushed the sled, Meg pulled the sled, Meg rode, she skied, she did every bit of every station as much as she could. Yeah. And was, but was really able to do a little bit less so she could focus on running and hang with Kent. And Kent was not taking it easy out there. He was like dropping her. <laughs> like the first run was out. I was like, this guy. Um, so like they really went after it. Kent got fired. Kent was worried that he was going to get dropped by Meg a couple of times. He was like, I'm happy that I didn't get dropped by her on the runs. <laughs> that's how Meg, that's how Kent came out. So that's the kind I of think, athlete we're talking about with Meg. And I think that's the perfect setup that the guy should be on the ropes in the back half of the runs. Right. That means that you're dividing up the work correctly. And how big of a advantage is that to be able to hand off like lunges or something to Meg and not lose pace? That's right. just a yeah, huge advantage because anything you get out of her any is a reprieve for his running, but you're not losing time. It's not like, oh, I got a handoff and we take what we get. No, you're going to get a man working next to you in yeah. terms of work rate. I, I don't think that there's any drop off on certain zones like wall balls at the end. And honestly, I would have been like, go ahead, take it, do as many as you want. Which she did I, 70. I, I, I was going to say, I think <laughs> right, right? basically like, just you, you finish it. But there are like, if you're talking the ergs specifically i think that that makes sense simply because you can move 10 to 15 seconds faster per 500 for that so maybe do two-thirds of it if, if you're the guy I'd, I'd say probably close it if you're the guy so that you, that way you're more compromised heading out and then you know meg or whoever your partner is ha, can catch their breath before she starts the next run at that point but overall other than that like lunges wall balls everything else burpee broad jumps like trade off as it as is they did a really good job so that, that's a record that is going to be very hard to catch. I mean, they, they broke it by what? Three and a half, four minutes. It was like, like 55. Slaughtering. Yeah. And it's either were, her with someone else or Lauren. Yeah. That's it. Those are the options. Right. Like her and Hunter could do well. Like, yeah. right. Like someone like that. Sandy or something. They're like three or four men options. Yeah. Like the and people who are the option. best at the station can still run some would be her best bet to have a partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or Which Rylan and somebody. Kent is basically one of four people. 
Exactly. Exactly. So it was really fun and exciting to see them throw down and but just like murder and really like put it out there, right? Like they they didn't have to go as hard as they needed to go, but they still did because that's what they they're just competitors, right? They get mm-hmm. together, they're they're fired up, they're in it for the team. And that's what makes these these events so fun is that you are in it for a team. So you do things that you don't want to do. And yeah. and it helps for me, that was a big like eye opener. It's like, oh, okay, like there's more here when it's not just me on the line. And that's the best part about a relay. We're all relay guys. Why well, I think Brock does them all. Yeah. Jack, you're, you were on the best. You were like on the best four bay in New Hampshire. Second, second best. best. Second best. Yeah. Got like eight, eight twenty five eight, or something like that. Eight flat point oh seven. We were decent. Oh, my bad. He's yeah. a guaranteed hey. second place in a relay. Guaranteed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't think I'm the reason we got second place that time. No, actually, maybe we are. Either way. Yeah. yeah. Second place I, I can only go by my track record. I ruined Bracken's perfect streak. Day. Yeah. BK, I think uh, I think Ken you've never lost like, the what, heat. Like, How about that? There you go. Always the first to cross the line. But yeah, I think Kent, they smacked. They were smacked. like a couple seconds ahead of us, right? Yeah, they were three <laughs> seconds faster than us, I think. But if we were in that race, we would have been there. If we would have been <laughs> giving them something, right? We we we, we you had were ours, hamstrung. We had ours locked down. We had ours locked down by that point. If we were in a race, we would we would have given that business. If I'm doing doubles, what does it mean? It means I'm not healthy or fit enough to do open. <laughs> so that 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 is exactly the narrative for every team I've ever been on. It's like, oh, I have Bracken. He's gonna do better than his fitness says, but his fitness is probably not very good right now. <laughs> BK, you are uh, all American on the relay. On the relay, DMR, DMR. Were you twelve? Twelve, both years. Lead off too. You're not letting the team Nasty down. The lead off, I, no chance. I shat the bed the year we were all American. Oh. And I rocked the house the year we took last. <laughs> it evened out. Like I earned my All-American status uh, two years after getting it. What were your splits on the good and the bad day? Bad day, 309. Good day, 301. Okay, so if you went 301 on your bad, on your bad day. You would have won nationals. You would have won that day. Yeah, really? we were winning nationals until our handoff to the miler, who had not run slower than 411 that year but had just run 151 in the prelim 15 minutes prior. Oh. And our coach crossed out our alternate spot on the card and made us hand it in to show confidence. And he's like puking after the one, after his 800. Did you have and a guy he, who could, you probably could have put somebody else in. Anyone could have run like 415 to 418 and yeah, we were right. taken second. Move, we were on national guy. record pace through the mile. And he went out with them, ran with them for three laps and then faded and like walked it in and we took dead last. Damn. Shoot. So it evened out for me. I just felt like, hey, now I'm officially a quarter All-American. You're in there. Relay guy. That's the moral of the story. Let's talk about nine, embarrassingly slow. 301 is like on the edge acceptable. Very good. good. Yeah. I mean, it's 60 points. Came through in 203. Damn. Kicked hard. Mm. Goodness. Not 202. Okay. Still good kick. Still good kick. Let's move along to the pro division at Dallas, start on the women's side. We had Lauren Griffith finish in first 66-46, Maria Fasic in Fetchik, I think I heard it called 67-37, and Katie Simonson finishing in third in 68-31. Lauren, uh, notable Lauren Griffin ran, uh, Griffith ran uh, like 64 and change. Yeah, it seemed about four. two minutes slower this time. It was a bit Chicago. slower. It was definitely slower than yeah. Chicago. Um, sleds were not moving the way that... They were in Chicago. Did you feel what, the same however, on your on your race as well? Hell yeah. I got okay. in there and started pushing it from my shoulders. 
like with yeah. my hands and was sliding with the open weight. I was like, okay, never mind. <laughs> so that's not what I signed up for. And I wore I wore the endorphin pros just because they felt so good on that concrete, man. It feels great. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to rock them for DECA. That's what I'm gonna go with. I think you should. Mm-hmm. And so that's notable. And so these the times are a little bit slower. Nobody's really breaking into the even close in the elite 15 on this. Uh Chris Roglowski, the 2022 Hyrox World Championship champion, opened up uh with the 7111. Obviously, not something that would be up to her standard, but she's really not that far off of where she was last year. She opened yeah. up like a 69 high, like later in the season, like a month or two later in the season. So she just had like six stations and just ran out at that two stations. So and she did world stuff as mother two weeks ago. You, yeah, right. As much <laughs> I don't as we care want. who you are, right? It's not out of you yet. Even if you feel like it is, you're not your best. No, that's exactly like. As much as we want to think Chris is this bulletproof athlete who can do it all, she can do it better than basically anybody else in the world. She's the closest we've seen to that. Yes. But everyone but still. still is mortal at the end of the day. They're still, still bound by human limits, unfortunately. I'm working on pulling up the men's and it's giving me a mission. Okay, there we go. Gunther Klaus finishing at the top spot. He's he's, uh, he's in Texas, so kind of a hometown race for him. Is 64-29. Not as best. He's a, 60, he's a 63 low guy. Joe Kilmer was 64-52. He didn't actually lap, right? Did, is that – Joe's time I, was all screwed up. I, I saw someone mention that in one of the group messages right before I hopped on this call. And that if that's true, that's a fast time for an extra. Because they had him as like a 59 something. He's also a 62 guy. I'd be surprised yeah. if he ran 59, but it's not out of the, the question. Because he's he like a 32 and change for DECA also. So like he's, he's, he's definitely legit. He's good. The back half of his, like he was a 203 on the farmers. It's not, I mean, that's probably okay, not going to get yeah. you under 60, 349 yeah. on lunges. I mean, yeah. Um, but all everything else like seemed like he was in a pretty good spot. He was under four on all of his runs. I don't I don't know what how what we're talking about. Like his time got all screwed up. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like he ends up with a 64-52 and Gus Mankey. Mank? Mankey? I'm not sure. 6504 finishing in third there. So again, nothing incredibly notable here. Uh, a couple athletes that we haven't seen, uh, in particular in the Texas area opening up their season. So um how, how weird was it that pretty much everybody who's a household name in High Rocks decided to do teams? Like, was it less pressure for you? Was it more fun? Like, just curious the the mindset going into it. Because I know you guys are going to deliver regardless of it if you're doing solo or a team race. But it seemed like everybody was just like, here's what's happening. And even in Europe, where, where there were some uh, some people going for the team records as well this same weekend, right? Didn't happen. Didn't happen, yeah. Not even close. And they could have got it first. They could have held it for like seven hours. But well, the thing is that we don't have these opportunities. We talk about this a lot. Yeah. And they had all the records, and now we had one opportunity to run relays and mm-hmm. teams. And now we do it. We have all the records. Okay. Okay. And you can't even blame it on the U.S. women being the best in the world. No, dudes took it down. It's the men took it, and we've been stinking it internationally. It's too bad you didn't get to do it in Chicago on that course. Oh, my God. Because those sleds were flying and the runs were open. Those straightaways, me and Playa. It certainly didn't have an atmosphere to it like it looked like Dallas had because you crammed people into a tight box. It's going to be electric. Mm -hmm. But you could just open up in Chicago. You you two would have been just hauling. Mm -hmm. 
and it's a little bit more space to operate. You know, we were we were at the past we were passing people around turns. And I think after a while, people did kind of understand what left meant after either they <laughs> were told to move to the right at one point or they heard someone else get told because it mm-hmm. second half of the race, people were moving out of the way. Yeah. But most, I was still most people are most people, if they're not understanding what left means, it's just because they've never been passed by someone moving that fast because they usually start way behind a single starting race in like a road race. So they're probably yeah. like, what's left? Oh, maybe do I move to the left? Right, then, right, right. then they'll figure it out. They're just not expecting to hear it. Yeah. You know, they're not used to seeing a freight train like you and uh, Paleo coming right behind them. Move out of the way. Should just hit the horn. Let's move along to Barcelona. We had uh, this was I don't know if the venue is the same, but this is a race that has historically been extremely fast. Uh, Not the case this past weekend. Harry Thompson running 60, 21. He's been under 60 on a UK course in the past, which aren't necessarily fast. Uh, Sadiq uh, El Fitouri was 6107 he was about that he's been about in that in the madrid past. yep yeah. and then uh eugenio bianchi jack bianchi bianchi Mon- damn it bianchi, bianchi was 61 37 out there uh ruben was also ruben patino was also in this race he was 62 35 uh jose salma who has been in the early 15 um in the past uh, was 62-something. Alphonse was way down. He was 63-39. Do you These think this are, is because of traveling back? A lot, man. That, that's yeah. not a race I would have done. No. I can't think he's... of a worse thing I'd like to do than travel across the ocean, do a high rocks, travel back across the ocean, and do a high rocks. I, mm-hmm. I don't want that. You mean what Ryland did? Right. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I don't want to do any of what he did other <laughs> no. than the positions. The glory yeah. would be great, but the process, yeah. that'd be terrible. Totally agree. So Harry with his time, I mean, he had a fast sled push. It was like a 232. Sled pull wasn't super fast. Um, was a 406, but then, yeah, three-minute burpee broad jumps, and then the runs kind of suffered from after that. So pretty typical when it comes to the, the European style of racing. And now the European sleds are not fast, so they're getting punched in the mouth by pushing these things in two thirty something. And, uh, it's, it's not advantageous for their races. Yeah. Like Eugenio, when we were in Madrid was like two thirty something, he was three twelve, and then five twenty one. So these Spain sleds ain't yeah. it, ain't it anymore. It's, it's crazy how the continental divides in race strategy Tactics. matter now, because it used to be like, we're going to fly through the sleds and we can rest on the burpee broad jump and then get back to work. And now it like you're punched in the mouth on the sleds, but now we don't have that burpee broad jump skill and tactic that the U S had to embrace and work on. Like everything is flip-flopped. The strategy is, is not the same strategy this year. And it, an outsider might be like, it doesn't matter. Just work. It's, it does matter. It's, it's a different event right now. Change the race, change the race. I would, I would say it's similar to how Ritz described the teams in the past. It was like, let's just get to the rower and then recover that because they could just fly through and not be affected by the sleds as much and then do manageably well enough on the, uh, on the burpee broad jumps. And then you've got four minutes on the rower roughly to catch your breath and tone it back. Yeah, exactly. But it's not the case anymore. It's a different world. Nope. We get waxed on the sled push, come out with a decent time. Sled pull suffers. Burpee broad jump suffers, and then your race is over. And yep. these guys are keep these guys keep dropping out. This has yeah. happened a couple of times. That uh, there was a, someone I think sense. in this race who dropped out. Uh, Eric Woodward, who's good, who who, who won had, a race earlier this year. Yeah, he won a race from the slow heat, the Poland race. Yeah, 
We've said it before in the past, last year, and we were talking about why we think the sled differences matter, but I'll reiterate, it's not just that it's harder. It's that he just spent two more minutes on the pole than he's ever spent before. So it's not just like the effort, it's the duration. Like if you you have to work the same amount of, of difficulty, but you have to do it 50% longer. You're, you, you enter a whole new world you've never been in before of destruction. And then now it makes sense why some people are dropping out or just struggling back half because it's not just that they had a bad station. Yeah. It's still hard and it's two minutes longer. That's right. That's unheard of. Right. Because every pole is that much more difficult to move the sled. So you're working that much harder to overextend. And then it gets exponential. Like your last two minutes of poles are worse than the first four minutes of pole. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. And then, and then what's duty mentally, right? The, the, yeah. the intangible of that. We had on the women's side, Kate Davey raced again. She's been racing quite a bit in this, uh, yeah. fall season. She was 67, 34 with the W Jasmine Wanick was 67, 49 from Ireland and Jezebel Kremer, who we've seen race. race quite a bit. Yeah. It was 67, 55. So they must've all been neck and neck going right in. Balls, yeah. We saw Ida open up her season. Ida, Matilda, Ruben Steensgord. The names just keep just keep expanding. You're, you're nailing it today. 6821. We saw come on, bro. You, 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 you. Then we had Anche also yeah, yeah. open up at uh 6854 down seven. She was in the 15 last year. Um so this race was pretty deep in terms of athletes on the women's side, but again, mm-hmm. time-wise, 67s, that's uh, not gonna cut it this year. Ida, I feel the same way as Chris. Like something has to give in your season somewhere. Right. Yeah. And it's probably going to be sleds and wall balls or and yeah. maybe weighted lunges. It's just you can't be ready for everything. And so to go 68 and be disappointed is great. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a good that- debut if you're not in a like what we've seen is you can't play high rocks. <laughs> right. And so right. if you can jump in and play high rocks and be pretty good, that's a huge win for you. I think an issue, not an issue. I mean, this is a testament to the athlete that she is. When she opened up her lifetime debut in High Rock, she ran like 64. Yeah. Right. And she just hasn't been able to replicate yeah. that. And that was when Michaela set the world record running like 65 in her first race. It, mm-hmm. Is it alarming this year that who, I think it's only been Camilla, Lauren Griffith? Are, are they the only two who have broken in? And. Like Lauren didn't have a bad time. 62 is still a very, very good time on the women's side, but it's like you just haven't seen the fast times this year necessarily. No, I think Europe. it is. Yeah. 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 Most yeah, of the races just... have been Europe and the, the courses aren't the same this year. Yeah. That's just, I mean, because we've only had one or two US races now. Chicago's been the fastest race of the year, hands down. Mm-hmm. No. So yeah. I mean, it's normal, Rich. It's normal. That's just how how it works. Have we talked? We even talked about Amy uh, Bevilacqua heavily. She's the fifty year old something who just destroyed everybody. She ran sixty six oh four in Chicago. Yeah, so she's sitting in nineteenth overall in uh, the Elite Fifteen ranking. So she could very well catch a roll down for Stockholm. That'd be amazing. That's wild. She's the Heather right. Golnick of High Rocks. Yeah. Yeah, at, at, yeah. I was gonna say maybe more impressive, but I mean, yeah, probably, right? Well, I mean, I'm in terms of worldwide, like in the teens, overall. Whoa, hold on, hold attack. on, hold on, hold on. But I thought you said 19th. No, 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 no. Audio no, no. is you're being hacked. Going crazy. You got. We're gonna have to boot you, restart you, unplug, replug. Spy satellites overhead. Got aliens yeah. out here. Aliens in the soil. Uh, 
yeah, got to figure that out. Might have to. You doing stuff? All right, see you, see you, bro. All right, uh, let's move on to Hamburg. Well, let's just look look out. Be on the lookout for Amy Bevilacqua. She's been really crushing. She ran that race that I ran in Madrid. She was going after the age group world record, and she fell a little bit short. But then she came out and really showed out for like sixty six and fifty plus. How did she miss the world record for age group? Right. That's, uh, although that's it's not her age Madrid. group, right? Just overall age group or her part in particular. Her, her, her age group in particular. Yeah. How did she? That's weird. There's, I mean, there's been those fast courses in the past. There's like yeah, these, true. you know, like there's probably somebody from Barcelona or Hanover or Maastricht. Maastricht, yes, Hong Kong. Who knows? Probably not Hong mm-hmm. Kong. Yeah, probably not Hong Kong. Yeah, when you have when you have like a two to three minute outlier, it's tough. In Hamburg, we saw Robin Stenke take the W in sixty one oh nine. I mean, this is not fast course. I think this is one of the first courses in Germany this year. Then Yannick. Hoffman was 63.25. Tom Hogan opened up his season at the 63.44. Yannick uh, Zeppla, he was he's he, his time was ahead of mine. He was like a 59 something mm-hmm. at Hanover or somewhere. Um, yeah. He opened up with a 63.52. This course is three minutes faster at this stage of the year of a European course last year. Very well, like yeah, I think that that's fair. I think that that's fair. So nothing, nothing really happening there. Tom Hogan worth note coming back into health. He, I know he was injured. He's coming back sixty three something. It's an okay opener. Um, we're 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 assuming these sleds weren't very fast. Let's take a look at these really quick. I'm gonna say if he's coming off injury, not knowing his fitness, and it's not a fast course, sixty three is a very very encouraging opener. Definitely, definitely. And he's like forty plus, right? Like mm-hmm. it's gonna take him a minute to come back. Yeah, you're not you're not coming back like a spring chicken anymore. Yeah, man. These sleds for the winner for uh. Uh, it was like 302 push, 408 pull. So over seven minutes total for both of those. So like that doesn't over seven doesn't win races typically. No, not even really in the United States historically. So that's what we're seeing over there on the women's end. And this was a race that we uh, had Florian Gast, another Elite 15 athlete run and drop out of like this is just something that's that's happening i think people are are really focused on the times and like overly and like mm-hmm. checking their splits and then bailing out uh sika arning was 65 6605 so good time on the women's side um simone feld 690 uh and anna blank uh 6928 so pretty pretty solid at the top here all germans in this race interestingly enough people are opting to go to somewhere like spain they're probably not gonna anymore you probably don't need to go to Spain anymore. Turns out the key to fix everything was just give it another year for the carpets and sleds right. to get older. <laughs> exactly. And we're set. And we're going to see what happens when they bring this new equipment in the beginning of the year. Like, is it just, oh yeah, yeah. Never mind. I understand what you're saying. I, I was thinking, are they just bringing new stuff like new carpets to the majors? But you're actually talking about Thor's company. Yeah. New sleds, new wall balls, new sandbags, new ropes, new everything. So, I mean, as the year turns, the times are going to get fast again. Um, or? Or not. Or maybe not. Who knows? The I ropes might be like really, really plasticky. They probably just will super be slick. slick. They're going to be definitely slippery, I would imagine. Is Jack gloves, gone for Glove season. Jack, I, hey, always glove season, season. You know that. You know that's the case. Got gloves on right now. If we were to replace the sled with a barbell, I had a conversation with the homie Marcus Wallace about this. 
what, what what would be how could they kind of replicate what we're getting from the sleds in terms of destruction and separators for the strength athletes instead of doing the sled push and pull because this is going to be impossible unless they buy torque tanks right buy torque tanks put it on those carpets and then just like double the distance yeah i guess i mean i don't even know if it would i think those torque i think these those tank those sleds in chicago probably move faster than what a torque tank could move over the course of 50 meters because you got momentum going yeah like those yeah. the torque tanks don't go faster yeah. right so like it would be kind of lamer because it wouldn't necessarily add an element of strength. It's more muscular endurance again, which they already have. And then maybe it just gets a little bit redundant and like your weight doesn't matter as much your size. So like it would mean the strength athlete would be a little bit less. So would you do a yoke carry and like a deadlift ladder? A yoke carry could work. What what are we going to, the yoke carry would tax the quads the same. How are you? You don't get, get the, the. You don't get as much as that. Is I mean, it's like an overcoming is isometric. It's not like an eccentric, but I guess you don't get that on the sled push. You don't get yeah. a eccentric. I don't. I can't think of a one to one yoke carry and something. Problem with yoke carry is the height, right? And that's what we saw at the Alpha Warrior. They just were like we're setting this up for the low. Okay, the, so I'm thinking like literally yoke carry with a yoke with a, a flexible attachment to the weight. So you get under it, you squat it up off the ground and your height, you're like, it hangs two feet or three feet or something like how they right. had at OCR United States championships or oh. North America. You would have to be something that's scalable or adaptable. And the really only way to do that is make the yoke short that you have to like, get but that's a disadvantage to the taller, at, taller athletes. They're squatting or, or it's pre-racked for you. I don't know. I don't have a good, what was Marcus's? Well, it was more. It was more my idea. I'm bringing it up that I'll bring. It what up. was his what was his answer? Where's Jack at? So we, when we discussed, it, it was like I think front squats with a barbell, like do thirty of them, do ten, drop it, roll it, ten, drop it, roll it, mm. ten, be out. And I think the weight should be like. Well, that looks super. Oh, okay. You're not saying just barbell. No, no, no. I have you. That's going to look so lame. <laughs> it would be incredibly lame. I think it should be like 185 for men or okay. 205, something heavy. So it'd have to be some ladder based movement. Something. You could do rope climbs. But that's not strength. That's more skill. I don't think that helps the strength athlete. Because that's every, everyone's like complaining about now. It's like, oh, if these sleds aren't going to be heavy, so that means I'm going to have to be fast and I don't want to get fast. I want to be strong. So. Yeah, how's that working for them? That's what I mean. Like at, at a certain point, you're going to have to put that work rate out. But I don't uh, know. What else exists out there? Because you can't do lunges the same way. I think that the front of, uh, could be a front or back squat. Um, I think the barbell is a way just to keep it standard, right? Like it's not going to matter what's underneath your feet. Like it won't, like a barbell is- It would be standard. And the barbell is about the same price- as probably cheaper than a sled and they already have mm -hmm, the bumper cheaper. plates they would they have them all and you would need less bumper plates than what you're already using for the um so it could actually add like lanes you know you could probably make the heat a little bit bigger somehow if just you could do a, a orientation bike and then a hand bike 
hand. If you like. wanted to blow out upper and lower, I don't like it. That's not a good answer. Uh, you go all in on ergs. You could have I don't every hate erg the, under the sun. I don't hate the idea of the yoke, but I just think it'd be tough to have it standardized by height. Yeah, unless it's just for grid. And you have yeah, your lane. And you have it set. And you have it set. I don't know. I don't have a good answer. I Other than that could be thrusters. Like 135 oh, to balls. 155. Right. That's redundant with wall balls. Which maybe they should. I mean, the wall ball is a cool Wall balls look. need to be. They need to stay in. Yeah. I and mean, that, that blows people up. That's how I keep coming back to with burpee broad jumps. Is there's a million issues that are happening. Like watching doubles. There were bad burpee broad jump violations again that aren't called. But it's yeah. a visually stimulating station. And so I, I like it. It, it won't be the same with burpee bar jump overs. Right. Right. It won't it's be the not same. the race. Right. It's going to be, that would be easier to standardize. Right. Because that is an issue. Um, but I think 30 front squats, 185 to 205 for men, and then like 135, 120 to 135 for women. Um, all right. Jack's restarting his whole situation. I think yeah. maybe the answer is you just do away time altogether and then you don't care about standards. Like it's only finished place. Right. That's the only way into majors and the only way into worlds is to be top five or whatever. Then sleds don't matter. You get a fast course, slow course. It doesn't matter. You just got to win. Well, what happens when we start to integrate new and old equipment? Like if they don't buy 50 new sleds, if they buy 10. And now every and lane just has is to different. Be a non-starter, right? You just can't do that. <laughs> and then every lane is different because every lane is kind of different now, st even still. And then, like, yeah. you could do that thing where you're pulling on it, and like you got that thing that that measures what the pull, whatever. I'm not speaking this language well. Yeah. And then you got to do it on every lane, and every lane is weighted different. <laughs> like, right. no way. Yeah. So, I mean, still the answer to this is to do this at a stadium on turf. That's still the answer. But even on turf, we've all been on enough turf to know that turf isn't uniform underneath either. There are no. lumps and divots. And so I don't know. I don't know. And then I think if they did deadlift, same thing, come around, do deadlifts, same thing, 10, roll it, 10, roll it, 10, and then make it like 275 and like, what would that be? 225? And see, that's one of those things that like- 205? I think part of the draw of Hyrox is that even though it's strength-based, it feels really functional and it feels like if you're not a lifter, you could still come in and do something. Mm -hmm. You can't just walk in and deadlift 275, 30 times. Got to work on it. Whereas you, you can, can come it. in and figure out a sled. But you usually get worked if it's your first time, if you haven't been working on it. But you're going to finish it. There'll be people that just won't finish the deadlifts. Yeah. Yeah. I guess you're right. I guess and right. the work rates would be so dissimilar. Like right for let's use me for an example. I would be considered low end of any pro field right now, but I would be in the mix somewhere, mm -hmm. even if it's the back mix. And on the sled push, what am I going to be different from the best sled pusher? Minute. A minute. On deadlifts, if every single one is one rep, rest, reset, I could be three minutes slower. Mm-hmm. So not that I'm the the example that matters, but there are a lot of people like that that will be, you're going to see gaps that are tripled on a deadlift ladder versus a sled. Initially, but I think, don't, don't you think that once people get behind it in training, that that will improve? The top end, certainly, yeah. 
All right, let's see you can also train for a sled without hurting yourself. You can have a lot of, you know, Goombas out there who are just going to have to like, oh, I'm just going to do 275 for hundred reps every day. And they're just well, going to destroy. That's what people do on running. People get hurt. That's very fair. Running. No matter <laughs> what. So I, mean, I guess my, my summation of this is that I can't fix this and I don't know how. We need a barbell. Give us one. Sleds Price. are still the best option. Price effective. No. And it's okay. everything. High rocks. If you had to think, I said this last year. If you had to sum high rocks up in one image, it would be someone pushing a sled. Someone pushing it way faster than someone else in the same lane. How's the audio, guys? Hey, Jack. Great. Okay, good. I had to restart my computer. I was troubleshooting everything. And uh, I, I'm sure when I listen to it on YouTube, it's going to sound like I'm an alien, like you said. So Yeah, he was like, yeah, alien soil. Okay. Not crazy. <laughs> alien soil. All right, well, we'll catch you up on a conversation we just had. We can't reopen it. We can't reopen it now. You'll have to... Drop some notes in the YouTube uh, caption in the YouTube notes about what you think about our previous conversation when you weren't here. Okay, Jack, boost us up. We'll do. Bit, uh, we'll do. Done. Let's move along to the Spartan series. Uh, I guess worth noting uh, next week is going to be uh, Hyraxa Stockholm and Deca World Champions. Are we drafting? Are we drafting? Yeah. We're, we're going to have to do okay. both of them. We're going to figure out a format. Remember how we do World Stuff as Mutter uh, and High Rock, same exact week? So, I do. or uh, tri- Trifecta. Trifecta. Sorry. Yeah. So we, we've done this before. We can make it happen. The people seem to like it. We might not have to be, we might not be able to dive into the, the mile and strong. I know you want to. I agree. To. Yeah. Maybe we can do, we can do some other gimmick that only yeah. we will like. Prop bets. We just prop bets. Yeah. If you tank at Deca Worlds, who, Jack? Who? You, Rich Ryan. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm not. I'm not trying to incept this or even saying that it will or could happen. But if you bomb, have you made a mistake by not going to Stockholm? <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe. Um, I don't think so. It'd be hard. It'd be hard to do another. I don't know. Probably you would have had to skip Dallas. But not nah, that was totally worth it. That's a high. I feel 100%. better after Dallas than I do after Chicago. And now I'm excited for DECA because I got some high work rate stuff in. I'm going to just right. chill in the stations and just run as hard as I can. I'm going to see if I can get under that 17 minute, 1750, like 1650. Just run with Rylan. <laughs> That's a good way to be conservative. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good way to store energy. I'll get them later. <laughs> is, he the, is he the female Lauren? Potentially. Maybe. I mean, it seems like it. <laughs> just goes yeah. out crazy. And just has that. He has work, this thing figured out where he hammers the run and then hammers the stations, and it seems to really <laughs> work out well strategy. over all time. Yeah. He's just a pretty good. He's just doing good at all the stuff. He's just doing yeah. good at all the stuff. Uh, so we'll, we'll figure out some sort of uh, yeah. preview gimmick. We'll Stay definitely tuned. we'll definitely draft something or other. Um, and then we've got Spartan Worlds, Spartan Worlds recap, and then the Okras. Okra, the most important weekend of the year. For this is really one of our last down weeks. Yeah. Um, great. Let's talk about the Spartan series. Uh, we're going to go through what they've kind of announced and uh, what that kind of means and project that. So um, who is more equipped to lead us through this conversation? Because it's not me. Start it off, Rich. We'll correct you. All right. We're starting at the home of OCR, Jacksonville, Florida. No, well, that's not good. Let's take let's, <laughs> let's take it from what happened last year. And how they've changed it. Let's see. I was going to say there are some differences. There, there's a I know lot. We're going a, back. We're not. We don't just have to go like right into the schedule. Let's talk about the differences. Okay. 
let's let's go two years back and like give the whole history of where we are and now how we're at today. As a start- dispassionate observer who has yeah. no opinion on the matter, I feel qualified <laughs> to step in here. BK, you're up. So Spartan had this thing going, right? Where they would have this long series with a lot of crazy different events. Out of a world order. championship that happened at altitude in the mountains and people loved it. And then they decided, let's give the people what no one asked for. And we're going to get rid of all of that. We're going to take our championship and put it in Abu Dhabi in the sand. But we're going to keep it a beast distance. And our series will have nothing to do with that. And then I that wasn't quite enough for me. So now we're going to slash it again. We're going to get rid of all this, all the events that people like. And we're going to make it 3K distance. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put it on Friday. So it's hard to get there. No one can watch it. Mm-hmm. Very few people are physically or mentally equipped to do well or enjoy this series. And then we're going to have a 3K championship. But we're also going to have a beast distance championship, but no other distance throughout the year. And before this championship has even occurred in year one, they've already axed everything for next year. And that is the first good decision they've made in two years. Even though it sounds like a terrible culmination to the season, it was the first step of saying, I'm finally not going to act like I'm pot committed to doing worse. I'm going to just cut my losses and go all in on doing things the way we used to. And so now moving forward, we have this new series that's been proposed and ratified with a sprint, a super, and a beast culminating in, you guessed it, a 3K and a beast and a TBD shorter course championship. So we can leave that part out for now, but they've gone back to a more traditional series. It's shorter than it's been ever, but it has one of each distance. Shorter in terms of number of events, not Mm -hmm. because they've had sprints before. Correct. So they have a sprint super beast. They all count. They're not mandatory, but you're going to have to do all three to do well. And that's the end of my little pitch here. I love that idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do that. I'm going to start making a series of poor decisions and then undo all those poor decisions to make one so I can have one good decision under my belt at least. You're not going to like what I'm about to do. So I'm going to spend three years making that thing look way better. Oh, I thought you were about to drop a, drop a bomb on us, Bracken. <laughs> no, just that's a business yeah. strategy. Smart. I mean, if I don't. We're going to regress slightly. Let's regress a ton. It's thinking and outside raise the, the box. bar back up to that. What All What right, are people not willing to do? And let's do. Let's lean in. We're outside the box here. I like mm-hmm. it. That's that's like innovative stuff. But we so, like it now. We're back what, to a Spartan. That this is kind of what the people ask for. Not entirely, but it's the closest we've had in years. And we applaud Spartan for doing the right thing. It has the old progression where you start shorter, get a little bit longer, culminate with the beast as opposed to mix and match. Uh, you do have two races at altitude, but I don't know. One's a super, one's a beast. They're, they're kind of the, in the early ages, you always had Palmerton as like your notorious one. You had Tahoe, you, you, you know, you had your, your known courses, Breckenridge back in the day. It seems like Jacksonville, Big Bear and Utah are like the three West Virginia, I might throw in that mix in terms of like the modern notable courses. So I guess it makes sense that they went back to it. But these are like your your benchmark courses that they that they've gone to year after year throughout the series. It was like this in 2021, 2022. They had those 
all three races in it, I believe. Um, Could you take us through them, Jack? Could you just take us through like the where the venues and the dates? Yeah. So opener on I'm gonna guess this is a Sunday because it's a sprint and they usually have the super on Saturday. Um, it's February 25th in Jacksonville for the sprint. The super for Big Bear is on May 19th, which I believe is the same weekend it was this past year. And Utah, July 20th is the beast. So that's the third and final race. And then as Bracken mentioned, the Pan American Championships is two months after Utah in Seattle. September 13th, we'll have a 3K. And then September 14th, we'll have the beast. So you have two separate championships, short and long for your Pan American Championship. It will repeat for um abu dhabi sometime in december they didn't give the official dates but it's probably going to be the first or the second week again where you'll also have a 3k and presumably a beast for the championship which is like what they're doing this year i'm going to guess the prize money will probably be a little more evenly split instead of 3k heavy like it is this year but those are the plans currently and then a tbd alleged shorter championship somewhere not abu dhabi shorter than 3k no, shorter than beast distance. They said a shorter distance championship weekend. We don't have any follow-up on that. That may okay. just disappear, but yeah. Do we need it? Just, we don't need that. So if you look um, at it, the first reaction, Kirk and I mentioned this, it's just not exciting as people who live flat to see two of the three at altitude. But then if you take the, the Pan Am is now what we're calling it, championship, Seattle. the regional yeah. championship in Seattle, now 50% of the important races in our 60 because you've got three out of five now if you got on nice too technically yeah so now suddenly it's at least even it doesn't help you for the series but for all the available races 50 50 is about the best you can ask for in this day and age of non-altitude to altitude and it's not a surprise right to have these altitude rates it's been like this for like you said bk it's been like this for yeah five years six years at least where it's going to be altitude heavy so and climbing heavy uh, it's just kind of the race it is. And if you want to do well in it, it's like, mm, you just kind of have to pick your spots. The venues are good though. Like Utah yeah. is a fantastic Great. venue. Uh, like it, it is much different than Big Bear is if you're talking an altitude race. Like you have to deal with the heat. And I know that altitude and heat is definitely harder than cooler with heat as well. Big Bear does get hot later in the day at that time of year, but I don't think it's going to be like identical every single time and jacksonville is the complete opposite you're gonna have mud uh muggy muddy wet most likely earlier in the season seattle probably later season version of that although mm-hmm. seattle probably is going to be nice at that time of year yeah or miss but you're not sure yeah and right. it's important to remember that florida and, and california have very strong boards of tourism who are spending money to get events in and i don't know about utah but it's a it's a ski town which means they're doing whatever they can do to build revenue in the summer. And so in order to put on an event in a struggling financial climate, they need to bring in money. And one of the ways to bring in money is to make money before you even start the race through the the board of tourism, which is going to bring you in for a fee. And so the fact that we're going to see some prize money and a series is directly related to where can we put on a race that's going to pay us to be there. Well, so if you have a, if you have a, an issue with the venue, just realize that we wouldn't even have a venue if they weren't paying you to go. So we kind of are at the mercy of who will bring us in for that. That is a good venues too. I mean, these are, these are, they're good. These are all good spots. Bracken, let me, let me add on to that. So a year or two ago, I looked into which venues were actually the most 
like well attended um regardless of series and stuff we're, we're just talking the sunday sprint whatever and every single race throughout the u.s calendar and utah actually was the number one most attended race mm-hmm. venue if you look at elite plus age group and most of the time the two of those comprise of about 20 percent of the total participants the rest 80 percent are in open so that's just kind of universal across the board so if you're seeing those numbers in elite and age group you're probably seeing the same in in open as well utah and west virginia were the two highest attended so i think that bigger than fenway they're very surprised uh states i'm talking okay yeah, because okay. I don't think Fenway is going to get diluted a little bit by the Barry Massachusetts one. And, you, you know, I, I think that there's only one race in Utah. So you kind of get what you get at that point. But yeah, Utah phenomenally attended. And then so, all the pop, the population centers are on the coast. So it makes sense. Have one in the L.A. area, have one in the Pacific Northwest, have one in Florida. Like you've got. People. What the heck, dude? Oh, no. Come on, oh, no. dude. Well, I like the uh, I like the span of the series being six months, February mm-hmm. to July. That makes sense to me. Where in the past, where it's five races, it ends up being closer to nine. So that's not great in terms of uh, training for the athletes. I like that Seattle is in September, a couple months after the final series race, which finally makes sense having the championship after the series, and then September to December for Abu Dhabi. The season in its totality is still way too long, but it's uh, at least it's spread out in an an appropriate way, I believe. It's now to the duration and the frequency where you can be fit for all of them. Which if you're going to have a 10-month season, at least give people time to be fit for them all. And you can be fit for all of these. And I also like that, what what do I always say? I get mad when we don't know what we're testing. This tests everything. This series tests, you either test all of one thing or let's test it all. And this series really does test it all. You're going to see probably the most well-rounded athlete wins the series, which we don't always, I mean, oftentimes the best athlete happens to do well at everything when it's right. Atkins or a Hobie, but mm-hmm. this is, you're going to have to be good at both sides of the coin. There is one thing that's causing me a little bit hesitant or hesitancy, um, getting excited for it. It's the same exact weekend as the the opener is the same exact weekend as that eight hour uh, Tough Mudder in Saudi Arabia, where they're offering four hundred eighty thousand dollars in prize money it is crazy. And a lot of top names have already committed for that. Most of the is, top names. If this is a mandatory participation, which you'd imagine, since it's only three races, it's like it's not on, mandatory. Not, it's not. At least age group I, I've seen. It's not mandatory, but since there's only three scores, it's essentially mandatory. Yeah, we're talking like, you know. Not, you can't drop a race yeah, in the race, race series. Yeah, I would say. Your score is your score, but you're not disqualified. Yeah, you, you, you've seen, uh, didn't Botris commit? He's won World's Toughest Mutter. Atkins, You'd imagine he'd be very dangerous. Yeah, Atkins, Rylan, uh, Lindsay's going to be over there. Um, Alvaro I, I, is the only one left. Alvaro. Yeah. We don't know the prize money yet for the series, though, right? We do not. not which, yet. again, I take as a positive. Yeah. Even though <laughs> if you flash back four years, that's not a positive sign. Based on a recent track record, I'd rather them wait and see what can we afford to do yes. and then actually do it. So uh, then then the other thing is High Rocks Miami is the same weekend. Right. So you're you don't want to go to that one, though. It's indoors. It's it's a different one. It's oh, at a convention. So. Okay. Anyway, it's so in it's Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. 
it's split between three legit competitions all on the same weekend, which means anyone who does want to do Jacksonville, baby's wide yeah, open. Bracken, uh, yeah. Get in there. A VJ's probably should branch out and do the eight hour. Get him <laughs> out of there. Jack, let's go. We'll go to Jacksonville. Yeah, let's do it. It's got my name in it. I better do it. I'm just going to watch. I don't want to do that stupid race. Um, That's like a week from DC Spartan also. Or, yeah, uh, one week prior. Uh, High Rocks, right? One or two? Yeah. May, one week. March 2nd, I thought. Or no, one week. Okay. Oh, yeah. February's yeah. short ass month. Order I was only. doing a lot of schedule planning this weekend. I'm on top of this schedule. He's in it, man. Oh, yeah. he's, in it. he's projecting. Oh. He's working backwards, seeing where his fitness is at. It's going to be Four D chess with schedule making. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth D is smell, just so you're, we're on the same page. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tactile. <laughs> so, okay. Cool. O- overall, I think this is a, 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 a step in the positive direction, like you said, BK. Yeah. Overall, we like it. I don't know if a 3K for Pan Ams and for Worlds is necessary. Is there another place for people to do a 3K other than the championships? Or is that just like Seattle not and World Champs? Yeah. So maybe. Not announced. Maybe. Maybe. Hopefully, they do give us a 3K in Jacksonville, the- in Big Bear, and in Utah just for the sake of giving the athletes who will most likely want to participate in a championship the ability to 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 qualify right yeah <laughs> to qualify they, they, and practice they basically gave everyone three and a half four months heads up which realistically in ocr is pretty nice yeah like, for timing so usually we, it's not till after worlds right and even like, if we don't January. have all the details about prize money and everything like people can be like jacksonville if i want to do the series i've got a hundred days to get fit for it like You've Great. got time, and I think that that's a big plus. <laughs> Round of applause for Spartan on this one. Great job, Spartan. Yeah. You did so good. This is this is except for their points scoring. Now let's talk about we, this. We won't get. We won't let's get talk about it real quick, Jack. Let's talk about it real quick. I mean, it, 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 go go ahead. go ahead. You describe it. I'll I'll critique it. Oh, I don't know. Isn't it just points like a points, standard first, point first place? But it's not your normal points, isn't it? Twenty three for first place. Yeah, well, how do they get for first place? Yeah, the Jordan number. Why do they? I, why I not? don't understand that. Uh, you ever seen the movie Twenty Three? The number Twenty Three. Seen Twenty Four. Uh, it's everywhere. It's the most important it number in the universe. Is it Twenty Three? Forty Two. I thought Forty Two is the answer to everything. That might be. Jim Carrey said just Twenty Three. It's Twenty Three. I didn't see that movie. No. Nah. I don't know if you're missing much. Okay. Don't go. Don't, but, don't, don't. But it's back. as arbitrary as putting Jim Carrey as the title role in a horror thriller. True. Yeah. So to me, that makes sense. So there is some well, precedent for this. Yeah. When, when you look at it, first place, 23, second place, 21, third, 19, fourth, 17, and then all the way down to 20th by one. So the first three are separated by two. And then just one. Where in the past it's been a hundred, and then it would be twenty some points different, right? It, it would be three hundred, two sixty four, two forty, two sixteen, one ninety two, one ninety one, one nine. Like it, top five. Were no less arbitrary, but those yeah. are three hundred. Sounds cooler than twenty three. And yeah. at least, well, this is would make it very difficult for an athlete like say Lindsay, who would you'd expect to win and maybe make a comeback in the latter races, in the later races. But um, without that big point spread, it's yeah, going to be difficult. Let, yeah. Let's say Lindsay There's only misses. one reason. Like what's the perfect score for a series? 69. Yeah. And that's, that's only thing nice, I can come dude. down to is that someone's giggling somewhere like, and it's us. <laughs> no one's going to catch it. <laughs> what is the outside it. world going to yeah. think? Like what's, 
I, I scored 69 points this year. They're like, oh, so did you lose by yeah. 31? Or right. was that yeah, was that 66 more than a perfect score? Right. What 69 doesn't scream ac- athletic <laughs> score, like in any way, shape, or form. It's like not a, a score you see anywhere in sports, except maybe college basketball. Yeah. I no, just don't I, know the correlation. Jack, what what are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm just looking at it from for someone like Lindsay or anybody who's going over to Saudi Arabia for that first race. So the most you can make is if you win the next two, you can get 46 points. So in theory, if you get fifth, fifth, and fifth, you get 48 points. So someone who gets fifth three times is going to mm-hmm. beat someone who wins two times, and they could presumably be two and oh head to head against that same person. Like it, it's flawed. Severely, but it's happening. I know. And they could change the point system still. They should. No one's raced. Now, as just make let's, it all say, let's take racing. a theoretical person who Dude, doesn't yeah. want to run mountains or altitude, and all the good mountain altitude runners happen to be the best endurance athletes, and they're all not going to be at the first flat one. To that person, this is exciting. All the people like that will go out to Jacksonville and get their best first score, and then they just have to survive the next two. It'll get more people to the series, I think, with hope, but it really screws over the top people. What? Why not? What? Go ahead, Jack. I was going to say one of the things that we've seen in the past with the hope point, a lot of the times you see a ton of people show up to this first one. And then the second one there, you, you still see the same amount. And they're like, I'm not going to earn enough points in the right. series. I'm not sticking with it. Now right. you've got people who are there. Yeah. Makes sure you not worth it. easiest to fix because Spartan owns Tough Mudder. And they're going to put it on the same day and they're going to cannibalize their own series. The right. easiest fix is to make it a four-stage race, and your regional championship is the culmination of your series and counts the same, or has bonus points to it even. You offer more money, but still get everyone to Seattle. Or even an extra like 10 points on every score for that one, or for the podium in there. Make it part of the series encourages people to race all of it. Otherwise, it's like the series is done and over. I, I don't know why it can't be part of the series. And I think that it would... It would benefit the Abu Dhabi participants to have three more options out there, including the biggest race, count the most. Unless they just don't make the payout very valuable for the series and they make the payouts for the actual races themselves. Like the Big Bear race is more than the payout for the series, right? Like give 5K for uh, a a series race win and like 1K for the series total. Just make it not really anything. Which from the beginning, I've been more of a fan of. I've like for invitational years style. wanted the series is just a series of races. There's no money for doing well in it. Let's just pour it all in. Cause at the end they give away these tens of thousands of dollars with people getting like seven or 800 bucks each, but it all adds up. I'd rather just pour that into the individual race. It's a series, but like you don't get anything for doing well in the series. It's just more money at each race. Mm. I like that idea anyway. Mm. Hopefully that's what they do so that we do see the big names still go. And they're like, oh, I don't need to go there because I have no chance for the series, which is what's more valuable uh, because that's really not going to play. Because if you're you're positioned to go to Saudi Arabia versus Jacksonville, you're going to go to Saudi if you have a shot. Mm -hmm. You get second place, it's like 30 Gs. I was going to say, have you seen the actual prize money in that? Like the breakdown and teams? We should have put together a team. Oh my God. And there's two and four member teams. Like just, just... Throw a dart, choose one of them, and hope to get lucky that people do the other one. I could do a four-person team. 
two person. We can. I mean, you're rich. You can run for eight hours. I'm sure. Not well. <laughs> not like well. See him in Carolinas. Not well, man. Uh, it's not going to be cold, wet, and muddy. Eighty thousand dollars for first place. It's crazy. And thirty-two and sixteen, seventy-five hundred, five thousand, four thousand. Yeah, you crazy. Age groupers to go. The age really? group winner gets thirty-seven fifty. That's ridiculous. Maybe I can go to age group. Four person team, forty thousand dollars. So ten thousand. Right, right. <laughs> Two not person for... team. It's like twenty, right? Twenty. Two yeah, person so 10. team, ten thousand each. Still ten. Get Kirk. You get four the better... person team. There we go. Yeah, I'm not going to be any good at eight hours. No, neither. But am if I. you're any good at it, go do it. It's Off split up between the four of us. How would it be? How it's ten k loops? 10, 000, I think just divided by four. Yeah. We could do 10K yeah. at a time and then have taxes are pretty favorable over there. recovery. Uh, I think it's not relay. No it's it's four persons, not relay. Then what kind of team are we talking about? It does cross like, countries to run to get run together. So you're fast, you're slowest person. Tough Mudder so, historically has been two and two. They usually do relay, right? They have both, but oftentimes, like Albin and Atkins, for instance, when they went 105, they were neck and neck. That like, was a two person. Yes, that was a two person. Two but, person does the whole thing. Four person alternates laps. Yes, that they, they had the uh, like Chad Trammell and mm-hmm. Glenn and like a few other people doing that. Um, I yeah. don't know if they're on the same team, but how is it a team if you have to run together? I don't understand how that could. I mean, I that's my problem with High Rocks too. Like, why was this? How was this? This format makes no sense. Relay my makes more is sense. The two is a team. Or like cross country duo race, and the four is a, a two person relay. If that's the case, you're going to have some fast two hour, four by two hours, basically. Yeah, that's oof. that's no problem. We can Give me that. an hour lap, no problem. I can do that. Yeah. And they're tough motor obstacles are usually aren't even that hard. And they're going to be dry in the desert. Yes, like they, they're hard. <laughs> When you're cold and wet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> At World's Toughest, I'm not doing very well in the obstacles. No, those are difficult. Yeah. And they but kill you. Dry. Got this. Gloves. Warm. You wear gloves in the desert. Receiver gloves. We're, we're talking I, of the, uh, what, 2000, is... 2018 America's Midwest tough, Tougher Mudder Hell 10 yeah. Mile Champion right there. Is that you? 2018? Yeah. 18, maybe. 18, baby. Yeah. Gave yeah. everybody that business. Everybody was over wasting their time in West yeah. Virginia. I'm over there getting 2,500 bucks. Holding off Michael Bailey, right? Playing in the mud. Yeah, is that your Bez. biggest win? No, in, no, DECA. In DECA OCR. biggest prize money. <laughs> uh, yes, because was, that was three. That was three. Yeah. Hey, he's got High Rocks majors this year. Don't count them out. Mm-hmm. Uh, to date. Only to date. Yeah, right. to date. That's correct. That's correct. Yeah. All right. Anything else we want to add on with the, the Spartan series? We just need more details. We'll talk about it then. Yeah, but yeah. overall, we're, overall, we're happy. Three, we're three thumbs up. Do we six thumbs up? Do we each get two thumbs. thumbs in this? Or we each get one thumb. I give him a thumb and a half. Thumb okay. and a half. Are you just like bending it, or like? I will give. Um, no, I'm gonna give two. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give a full two. two. Yeah, I don't see how this yeah. could be that. If much it better. wasn't for the point straw, I'll do one and three quarter thumbs. I like that it's shorter. How I many like that it's digits? Concise. How many knuckles do you have on your thumb? Ah, uh, the same as you. I, okay. I wish it's be tough there, to give a three quarter knot. I wish it was stage racing. It, I'm, I'm talking like here's a, yeah. here's here's a half thumb. Let's go like here. That it's almost all the way up. A three quarter. No, you don't get a three quarter. They should put on thumb. one stage race this year in every continent leading up to trifecta. Just why not? That would be good. Do it, at West Virginia. Where would you do it? West Virginia. West Virginia. Yeah. 
Has to a be. show. Has to be. But even if it did that, then Lindsay would be right back in this mix. She could start literally 20 minutes or how long Jacksonville Sprint's going to take? 35 minutes. She could <laughs> start 35 that minutes time. behind. Huh? Not with the coal back in the mix. I don't think it's going to be that. She could start 35 minutes behind and still win Utah and still Beat cross Nicole that by line. 35 minutes. In a, in a trifecta so. weekend at Utah? No, no, Not no. I was just guaranteed. saying like, well, she would get time. She would make up time in Big Bear. Yeah. Make up probably 10 minutes. And then she'd have- 10 two, minutes in Big Bear? On a trifecta weekend. minutes. Not a trifecta weekend. Straight up. Oh, you're saying straight up? Oh, that's disrespectful. <laughs> she, she literally, Nicole beat Lindsay by like eight or nine minutes in one rate in Alabama. That was like a super. She like, was flat. in Alabama. I know that, but we're running pretty similar with Jacksonville. I don't think she's going to be that far behind. I thought you, I thought Rich was saying trifecta weekends. Nope. I'm not on board this crazy train. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole, Lindsay's, come on. That's Lindsay's the goat, dude. Let's get that nonsense out of here, and then let's talk about some real nonsense. Let's talk about some nonsense here. Yeah. So uh, what time we got? We got about got 30 minutes to be goofy. Half an hour-ish. Yeah. All right, so we're getting, we're getting extra goofy here. Um, I wrote down a bunch of notes talking about goofy. We should do – this is – we'll do goofy, goofy games – and then we'll actually one day we'll do like we'll actually try to be like legitimate, trying to find like what <laughs> what we think would be a yeah. fun hybrid event, but not this one. No. Nope. So let me pose a question to you guys: If we were, let's like build it out into categories, right? Like, what are we trying to test? BK, that's what we're always trying to do, right? No, that's not part of goofy game. Well, <laughs> you can't test anything tangible in a goofy game. If you were to try, okay. Let's list off a couple things because I, I I listed off maybe eight to ten things that we could realistically be goofy about in terms of testing. Okay. What are some things that we could do? Let's start. Let's start naming them off. Must could, involve a ruck. Yes, I had. I I think I had. Uh, Way to carry loaded loaded okay. running. Loaded you running. have to fight. There's if you don't do combat, this isn't goofy. Combat for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've this got is, my this is what already. We, this is what we think, not necessarily what we've seen. Oh, we're, well, then none we're, of these. We're, design, <laughs> we're designing our ridiculous event, right? Because I have like some crazy movie scene planned uh, out. I guess I have a, I need one clarifying question. Is this satire? Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay, okay good. Yes. Usually, you don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. usually you don't like tell people it's satire. That's kind of the whole deal, but satire. Yeah, but no one knows satire. We're just going to go out well, you because you just said this isn't what we've seen. This is what we think, which pulled the rug out. I thought I suddenly <laughs> have to be very serious. Well, we could yeah. do both. It could be things that we haven't. We're seen. starting the goofy we have games seen and things but, that we haven't yeah. seen. Okay. Okay. Already said, I have yeah. one. I have one offering in my mind for each. Okay. Go on. No, I. I don't you think do, it's time don't. to tell my there... whole event. No. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have so, I have two full events planned out in my mind since we started talking. Okay, ninety minutes. We're, we're going over the 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 core components. I think it needs to be invitation style, also because why would you let people just sign up? That that's kind of how it's been. I think by application only. Yeah, by application. To bring in combat carry. We yeah, we should let people apply, but then not let them in, and then invite people that we want in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just and then we'll just invite influencers yeah. in people who would be good for our brand. I'm personally for mine going to have, I'm not going to call it a pipeline because that's derivative, but I'm going to have an aqueduct style system that gets people down into my games that only is there for disinformation. 
<laughs> we're going to have a bunch of tests that people are going to read too far into. They have nothing to do with our game. Great. But it will, once you get there, you'll realize what the the double entendre was for getting there. So but, the but aqueduct system is going to be that. misleading, but you can't get in without doing well at it. It's like I, doing a bunch of swimming and then like the only event at the games is a one rep max snatch or something where it's like, yes. you should have been prepared. With a yeah. water-based yeah. weight. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Water, water, water jugs. <laughs> yes. Slosh yeah. pipe with water jugs on the, on the, on the end. Yeah, so it's going to be adjacent to the aqueduct pipeline. Okay. That's like some Dave Castro shit, like trying to give yeah. hints that make no sense and be yep. like, yeah. see? Good. I like that. That's great. It's yeah. super goofy. Okay. I had wilderness survival as yes. a, a bucket that we could could uh cool. could cross off. Yep. Yep. I had scoring is not revealed. No, definitely not. You'll know if you're the winner afterwards, but we won't tell you. Because they never I do don't think you should be that bold to know you're the winner. No, no, no. Like, let people think they're the winner. Like, it's and not just about debate about it after. Yeah. It's not about, it's not about winning. It's not about the score. Just try harder. Okay. Um, real life, real life application, mm-hmm. which I have an event for. But it has to be a very unlikely situation to ever occur in real life. I think okay. it should be very likely. I think it should be like <laughs> yeah. extremely practical. Okay. I think we can do one of each. We do one of each. Yeah, I was going to say because I haven't yet seen a real outside of carrying a, a rower to a mountaintop to row. Outside of that, I haven't seen a real truly life application from one of you these. Never, games. You never know. You never know when you want need to rip a 10k. <laughs> yeah, because you might get caught in a flash flood. and You got to row your way out of there. Dude, you got to get the training in that day. <laughs> All right. What else? What else? What else? I had some like running while thinking, like mental resilience. Along yep. with fitness, mm-hmm. we're doing multiple events, right? We're not just doing one single spectacular event. Oh no, no, I had okay. se- I have seven events. I actually okay. believe in saying this: that no matter how ridiculous the event may seem from the outside, it has to be designed in a way that everyone there actually has a really good time and enjoys it. Because that's kind of like the hallmark of this. Maybe we, everyone you know, leaves these goofy true. games fired up about them, and instantly gets mad at everyone who hates on them from the outside. Like I, I there think, is a us first them mentality that needs to be cultivated. I I actually we just think brainwash competing in them would be super fun. The stuff that we've seen in the past, I would not compete in my event once you hear the details and stuff. But I'm I think that in one of mine, <laughs> maybe in one of mine, I would. All right, is there anything else, or do you want to try to get into the events? Let's get to it. Lead it off, Rich. You wrote some, you wrote some stuff down. I have some things oh, written where, down. Where's yours held? Undisclosed. No, it has Undisclosed. to be. Has to be um, like varied terrain. I think somewhere. Uh, I think somewhere like Southern California, honestly, would be good. Or like a Hawaii, I think, could work really well. Mine's in Colorado Springs. Okay, mine's, one of mine's in the jungle. <laughs> the jungle. Yeah, just <laughs> there's one jungle. Undisclosed jungle. Yeah, Costa Rica in my mind, but it doesn't really matter. All right. All right. So this one, this one, we talked, we touched on briefly last last week um this is i'm just kind of going to call it the um ruck and spell 10k <laughs> so that nerd pumping around <laughs> the nerd pumping around the nerd pumping I'm around. totally gonna do well at this so every every kilometer so you start with a 20 pound ruck okay <laughs> yeah. every kilometer you have to spell a word you get jack how many how many qualifiers do you get you get the language of origin yeah, using a sentence. A sentence. 
And you what gotta else? repeat one of them if you forget the language of origin. I think Call it's friend, the uh, but only using the natal phonetic alphabet to communicate. <laughs> Smoke signals to your friend. Um you have to spell it with sign language. Yeah. Every every word you spell incorrect, <laughs> 10 pounds get added to your ruck. So you could eventually go up to like 110 pounds if you keep if you keep screwing it up. Yeah. Jarrett Newby's just gonna spell stuff wrong on purpose and then still whoop us. I don't know what his spelling prowess is. I don't Doesn't know matter. where he finished in the New York State spelling bee in fifth grade. Not sixth. Not sixth, probably. No. Probably take the under on that. New York yeah. State? I thought this was your district, Jack. No, Massachusetts State. Oh, that's Massachusetts, yeah. There's six million people who live in the state. Most of them live in Boston. They're yeah, not I, spelling I grew well. up in Lynn, which is 15 <laughs> minutes from, from Boston proper. It's, it's considered a suburb of it. But anyway, Rich, your more details. So. What's the distance? 10K. Distance. 10K. Okay. So 10K. This, is, this is just one event. One event. So you're saying at mile, at kilometer one, everybody just stops. There's a judge there, table. They're like spelled, I don't know, onomatopoeia. And then you have to do that. If not, now you suddenly add a 10 pound load in the next. You got to load it up. Is one it judge loop, per person? Loop course? Or, um, or do you get yes. in line as you get there and there's only one judge? And you got to get there first to get out first. No bottleneck. Everyone has a judge. Okay. Okay. The words, there's the the words will be categorized in terms of difficulty, progressing in difficulty as they go. Or do you think it's just be all hard? So everybody doesn't get the same word because you don't want people overhearing. No, no, no. Unless you did it with headphones on and a whiteboard, you write your answer. Jack, do we want whiteboard or do we want just uh, out loud? I think in true spelling bee form, you need to say it out loud. We're not writing. Differ on Jack. Yeah, yeah. You can use your like hand jotting the notes on your hand mm-hmm. like pretend type thing to like spell it out in your mind but Can't erase. No, you, you, no you have to you're like on stage basically i'd know okay that was my that was my first event to kick I, off. should we grade it i think i think it's a fantastic event let's go on goofy uh, like go- <laughs> how, and how does this grading system work is it like athlete athleticism like mental like in our buckets right like it's like a zero in terms of wilderness survival or maybe not really if you're running with a ruck. A ruck has a little bit to do with that. Mm. In terms of goofiness, or is it just goofiness? One to 10 in terms of goofy. I would say that's a solid nine. That's the, I, I would, I'm like a hard judger, like in dunk contests. I, I think they should have half grades and stuff. I don't give out tens on stuff. That's a very good event, Rich. Yeah, that's a that's pretty goofy. Mm-hmm. I like it. And practice. I would propose that we have a party bus for all the spectators <laughs> with free drinks and they mm. follow along and heckle the entire time and during the spelling they, bee. Like you're there with signs and you're yelling and you're like a free throw crowd. Keg of natty ice yeah. in there. Yeah. 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 I propose a party bus to follow along the course. Oh, another, another thing I think that is, is should be part of this is how unenjoyable it is to watch like from a first like a, a, a spectator point of view like the worse it is to spectate the better it is for goofy games yeah i think there's a requirement having spent as much time as anyone on youtube watching things on the treadmill there's there's like a minimum number and i think there should be a drinking game for this for the spectators minimum number of times that the commentators announce that this is the type of competition that it just finds the best athletes on earth <laughs> I heard Dave Watson say a sentence uh, in the Jacksonville coverage yesterday, which was mind-boggling in nature. And I noticed it on everyone. It was something like, and that's why this is the number one sport 
in the world that, in my opinion, <laughs> is creating the best athletes. It's pro in my opinion, is probably creating the best athletes. But that's why it's the number one in the world at what he's about to think. And every everyone you watch, they say this. This is going to find the best athlete. And so you have to declare it early and often. All right, Bracken, what are you, what are you giving? Okay, so my event then is... And what do you grade Rich as? Oh, I don't care. Like, it's a, it's a solid eight, eight and a half. Yeah. 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 You didn't fight anyone. You didn't kill anything. Do, do the words get progressively harder with spelling like round 10? Like you, you so. start with cat and then like you're, you're going to have to earn your way. Harder than cat. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, um, they definitely get harder. An example. They definitely yeah. get harder. I like right. it a lot. I think the way you could culminate that is in a wrestling ring having to spell while wrestling. We got seven events. We don't, we okay. don't need to. We don't, yeah. we, okay. yeah. I just we like the idea events. of the spelling and. Let, let's go let's go snake style so we'll just go back to back like afterwards so yeah okay go bracket. okay i do like that all right so for my event we are going to test true survival skills and and actual endurance so what i want is you're going to get a ruck and you start on in some location and what you have to do is you're going to run this you have waypoints along from here to let's say the top of a mountain and back. But along the way, you must forage, hunt, and gather 3,000 calories worth of food. And you have no way of knowing how much it is. And you can't return with more or less than 3,000 calories in your ruck. You forage peanut butter or something, <laughs> forage then, olive oil. Once you have it, you have to keep going out and back until you get it. Now you can find like maybe four squirrels and that might cut it, or you might have to find like a hundred pounds of wheatgrass. I don't know. <laughs> 3000 calories, a lot of calories. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of calories. It, if you ever watch that show alone, like squirrels are like 120 to 150 calories. Yeah. So you're you're going to need a lot more than that. At which point, and I would propose this is the first event of the day. This is now your only sustenance for the rest of the event. <laughs> oh, this is your fuel moving forward. So you have to choose why. Like I would, I would recommend grub. You can take them down without water. They're very nutrient dense. Like you're you're going to want something, but you're not going to know until after you've gathered it that this is now the only thing you can consume the rest of this day long competition that we have going. You definitely hit the wilderness survival. Wait, how do you end it? You, the, the, it's 3,000 calories for time? 3,000 calories for time. Okay. So you hit the survival skills. You hit the And we'll have like locations like on the map. Like you're not going to have a good map, but it'll be like, this is new. This is vegetation dense. This has streams in it. This has meadows. Like you get to decide where am I going to source this. A little bit of orienteering, but you have to come back with exactly 3000 calories decided you upon by Corinna Coffin, our nutritionist at the finish line. <laughs> Non-negotiable. I don't it's hate crazy. it. I like that. It leads in to the remainder of the, of the yeah, it's event. Like a buy -in. It's like a mm -hmm. buy-in. It could take a long time. I agree. Yeah. It may take a very well, we've long seen time. this version of coming back with a quantity that you don't get to actually measure. Is there a cap the death race and in world's toughest now? How's that? Like they used to have to come back with a bucket. They had to fill a bucket with a spoon in the uh -huh. death race. And then they had to come back and be the exact amount uh -huh. or they had to go do it again. And just in this year's world's toughest, they had to approximate a certain poundage and get it right. So th there's precedence for this in the industry, but never have we had to 
forage in order to fuel. I like it. And that is apocalyptic. <laughs> I, ha- I have a, I have a wilderness, wilderness survivor one as well, but, but Jack. All right. What you Brock got? And I, I, give, I give that one a solid seven outside the box. I'm going to go seven as well. The, the, I think the, it's a little too long. That's the, practica- the, only... the practicality. Yeah, yeah. 100 pounds of wheatgrass made me laugh, though. All right. So my event, this is just a buy-in. This is your, What if you your found Sheila shit? Dude, then you... It's like you, a you star. Just leave. You're going to end Did up with Did that just so make much... this an eight, not a seven for you, Jack? <laughs> a, you get a... That can be event two. That's a Mario Kart <laughs> star that you get. <laughs> yeah. You can scope right. it out. All right. My event is just a buy-in, and it's nasty, and I think this would actually be an interesting event. So everybody gets on an air bike, an Echo Rogue air bike, and you have one minute to burn as many calories as you can. And the number of calories that you do, you do 100 minus that calories, and that's how many pounds you need to ruck one all-out lap of a 400, and you do it Mm -hmm. right afterwards. So if you do like 60 calories, you only have to use a 40-pound ruck, while if someone does 40, now they have to do 60, and everybody gets off right away. And you have to run a 400. How only a 400? Solid. This is just a buy in, just a sell out, get a little fatigued okay. early on. I have questions about <laughs> now coming from someone whose event is going to be really, really difficult to implement. Yeah. I have questions about the implementation. How quickly <laughs> are you going to be able to be adding and removing weight to make the ruck accurate let's, so that they can drop and go? Let's round to the nearest five. We'll just do that. You have like 10 backpacks and. Oh, you're just going to have piles set out. Piles. This is a. Okay. Okay. You, yeah. Good. Piles just outside to make the backpack easy. or piles inside. So like preloaded backpacks. So you take here's out. your here's ten backpacks that weigh fifty five. Here's ten that weigh fifty. Here's ten that weigh sixty. Oh, so you don't you have run, to take you it run to it, it at all. And that transition time counts hmm. towards your time. I like it. That's good, and it's fast. I think it's actually a painful event, but run. it's simple. Maybe yeah. I like that. I Me mean, personally, I want that run a little longer, but the four hundred yeah, with that is going to be nasty. I like really 800 distance reminiscence of battle bunker, but I like 400 in that. This is just, this is a Over. three minute event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Cause we're going to have long ones. I want, I was trying to think of a short one that's actually so. challenged because you have real events at goofy games, obviously, but like I'll have my goofy ones, but I didn't have uh, yeah, that's good. I like that one. Like, like I didn't have anything that's short. I think that that's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, second event, like I said, it's in Colorado Springs. Everything involves combat at some point. Mm. Everything involves a ruck. This is going to be a military ruck fight style first to the top of the Manitou incline. You can like do it. whatever you want to your like ladder match. You can push them down the incline. You crawl out, whatever you want. You can get out hard to try to get ahead of people, but you're wearing a 40 pound ruck. And this and is you combat. Can wrestle. From the start, you can decide to hang back, let everybody else beat themselves up, walk over all the corpses that are laid on the on the on the steps throughout it. But you know, choose your strategy accordingly. But you've basically got two thousand feet vertical over the course of one mile with a ruck and fighting people. Everyone mm-hmm. starts at the same time. I think I love it. I think this is realistic. <laughs> I what I thought you were saying happen. is it was a race up, and then up. you had to fight at the top. Or or race up, and then you can start fighting on the way down, like kicking people who are still going slower on the way up. I like fighting uh, on the you, way up. Yeah, fight. I think it's you know King of the Mountain okay. style. King of the Mountain. Just King of the Mountain. Up there. I do like that. Can, it was just be called King of the Mountain. The or yeah, presented by Go Ruck. Yeah. yeah. Instead of King of the Ring, it's King of the Steps. Yeah. I like it. 
I like it. Does a does a the ruck have to stay on your back, or can you use it as <laughs> what? a weapon? Freestyle. You just need to bring it up. You just it can't drop to get it to the top with you. You just can't drop it. Yeah, you can hit someone like a giraffe with its neck. You can like swing to the side, hit them with your ruck, whatever you want. I like it. I have one that's uh, a little bit of a combo of what you guys both kind of laid out. Um, I know we're going to go sneak just out, but I might need to go now. Um, <laughs> Let's throw out of it. <laughs> a little bit less, a little bit less practical on this side, but I'm going to lean into more what, what BK was up to. So it's going to be 50 cal salt bike. This is like a kind of like a couplet. 50 cal salt bike. Then you have to catch a fish with a rod. Then not 50, your bare hands like Brack. No, not bare hands. You get a rod. If you choose, catch a fish however you wish, but you do get the tools to catch okay. it. And yeah. 50 Personal cal salt bike. Build a fire. <laughs> 50 cal salt bike. Cook the fish. For time. How well? Like, you don't have to consume it? Edible? Or is yeah, there like eating a it at the end portion. of it? Eating it, that counts as some time. Eat, you need to. Yeah, cooking. All right, cooking and eating it. And like negative points, like a Google beer mile style, negative points if you throw it up. <laughs> and that is that your, uh, is that you your to add an extra, for the extra rest 50. of the day? You eat that fish, that's all he can eat for the rest that's of the competition. <laughs> that's it for the weekend. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, just build it. You get to test up. You get to catch a fish, build a fire, plus the output on the uh, the assault bike. We could have a buy-in of like carrying the assault bike with the fishing rod. But again, derivative BK. Derivative. <laughs> I don't think it's, yeah, it is derivative. What I would like having put together an assault bike recently, I would like you to have to have assemble. it in the packaging and you have to tear out the packaging and assemble it. <laughs> which i recently had to do and i ran into some issues it's not uh, that easy i had a i had a, a fan blade that was making contact with the chain really yeah i had some issues like it's it's not a gimme event guys and i know you all have been thinking it is and it's not <laughs> i had a combat one too but it's just like i think go ruck nailed it i don't think it gets much goofier than wrestling with fake knives and guns so i just had that as my wrestling and my combat event <laughs> Just in honor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this finish. is my next event and it's serious. Rob Butler, I believe this was Rob Butler, was going to put on the ultimate endurance hybrid competition back in the day. And there were going to be over 100 stations along the way, each representing every facet of sport. It was going to be like a 20 mile trail race with waypoints along the way so you had to come up and throw a football or a baseball through a, a hoop let's say and then later on you had to shoot a free throw and a, a layup a free throw and a three-pointer and then later on you had to do archery and later on you had to shoot a rifle and a handgun and later on you had to let's say a mini crossfit while like every sport you had to complete a skill of their sport or a task along the way of this maybe it was like a 15 mile race or something like this and he was going to put on big money to the point where we all started to lay our groundwork for how we were going to train for this back in the day. <laughs> this is when we were living in Colorado. And then it just never came to fruition. But no? I want that event. 100 sports along the way of a trail run and completion for time. Are there that many sports? Are we going to have to like high lie, like hurling? I like the high lie. Curling. Uh, reference. Cricket. Yeah, I think I, I, I mean, you can have bowling disc golf you can have ultimate pool, you can have darts ultimate, i think yeah. you should have to throw a frisbee i mean you can pull from everything so we're going like 400 meters separated because there are definitely more than 20 sports over this 20 maybe miles. this is 100k i don't know yeah. i haven't i haven't formalized it yet we're still trying yeah. to find a, a venue for this but 
And, and maybe you're doing loops and coming back to maybe a it's center. a bat. I, I want it to be grid style. Yep. So that the, the spectators <laughs> yes. can watch people at every station. Copy grid style. Negative points so I'm for thinking being a clover loop. Okay. Now, now that I'm loop. talking, I'm having more ideas. Yeah. So I want yeah. grid style and I want clover, but I want this to be sunflower where your loop, one loop, come in, next loop, come in, next loop. And you're looping behind the loops and you're just, you never run the same step twice, but you're constantly looping and progressing <laughs> your way around the sunflower, but always back to the grid. Back to the grid. I like it. Cause then it's, uh, I was thinking potentially it could potentially be like a backyard style where you have like a certain amount of, you have a, what, a 30 minutes to do a sunflower and then do a highlight. I'm out of, well, I'm out of highlight terminology. I don't know what you do in highlight. Neotech Stachtaglong ball. Throw it. <laughs> well, you serve it, I believe. Do you serve it or pitch it in highlight? So that's what I mean. I don't know. I'm not sure. Then maybe you get a highlight pitch. Isn't that that like slinging? Like it's it's kind of like a banana shape thing. The ball, the ball, it's a hard ball. It's like a hundred miles an hour. And like you throw it against the wall, I think, and it comes yeah. back at you. It's like yeah. handball. It's like super dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Most dangerous game. Gotcha. I like it. I like it too. I, I, I'd be I'd be interested. I I think that's a fantastic way to test fitness. I think that the order of operations would be very interesting. Like you might yeah, want like more explosive it. stuff early on, so that you're not just like, like there's not going to be a dunk. Yeah, yeah, okay, no, no. Because I was going to say a dunk in mile twenty versus mile one. Like most people can't even dunk. Period. And that's another for everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Well rounded. I like it. Jack, what do you like? Got? A swimming one might be that you have to swim the length of a pool underwater. Mm. It's not like a time based thing, it's a skill base. You have to it complete always be 25 meters in butterfly. Mm. We don't care how you get there, but you have to keep the skill the whole way. Like it's it's completion based, not time based. You're rewarded for doing it efficiently. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Like for firearms, you can shoot all day long, but after 10 mm. shots, we're charging you a dollar a bullet <laughs> or whatever. It's up there. Yeah. yeah the, the shooting tip. We're using 22 long rifle and then no one gets charged for it. Jack, what do you got? All right. My event. However, so, just keep in mind that you're fueling this from your foraging. This is still <laughs> still the same weekend. So you're yeah. probably rucked up. You can take the ruck off for all the events. Well, though. if it's sunflower, you might have a can you have an aid station if you're gonna go past the same yeah, places? But like your Tupperware is full of your <laughs> shield and wheatgrass or toads <laughs> right. or whatever. Right, right. Yeah, you but can you have, have to it. carry it. Well, I don't know. A rucking is pretty functional. <laughs> That's T- true. TBD, TBD. It's yeah. true. So sunflower style grid based every sport that we can come up with and and do inside of the grid. I like it because nice. we can even like yeah. break apart the deca and and high rock stations. One one station should be like a sled push. Yeah, fantastic. We can get there. We can get to hundred. All right, my event. You guys seen prices right? I have. You know the the spin the wheel where you try to stop it on a, a dollar or whatever. Yep. We're, we're gonna a have dollar. We're gonna have one of those. And it's in increments of five, and you're going to spin it, and that's how many reps you're going to have to do of wall balls. You're going to have a second one where you have 20 through 40, and that's the weight, or I guess for women, it would be, you know, 14 through 30, or what you will have two separate wheels. One of them is the number of reps, and then the other one is the weight that you have to do it to. And a third one will be the target height where you might have to do it from. Eight to fifteen feet. So I like it. A hundred wall balls with, with forty 30, pounds to fifteen feet. 
This is gold. And this and is it has just head nothing to, head. to do with fitness. This it's just head to head. Stupid. You might you might be a better spinner, and you're just gonna go faster than the people who are shitty spinners. And you're like, hey, I worked yeah. hard on my spinning. Exactly. I don't That's see why everyone, is. if you had what it takes to be good at spinning, you would have showed up. But one since you're round. not here, you ain't it. <laughs> one round. That's it for time. I love it. <laughs> I do I like, like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> um, it's very fair. It's it's as fair as it gets. <laughs> yeah. As fair Everybody as has gets. the same chance to, to you know, land on a zero or a hundred. You can do zero. You can land on the zero. You land on a zero. You're going to have zero yeah. on the board. Yeah, you're going to have you zero. And be like, I am that guy when it comes yeah. to spinning this big silly wheel. Damn right. Next to Drew Carey. Okay, so what if you, what's the highest number you can get for reps? 100. So what if you get 100 reps at zero height? How does that work out? Like, how do you complete those? Sit-ups. Air squats. <laughs> Just in sit-up. Okay. Air squats with the heavy yeah. ball. I just want to make squats. sure this is above board. That's a good question. No, I, I think We're that prepared. you're just rewarded for being good. Like if you get a zero, you don't have to do any. You just cross the finish line. Hmm. Mm. That might make it a little bit. All right, we'll start at five. You have to do five, and the minimum height is eight, eight feet or nine feet, I guess. Yeah. Something where you have to release the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yep. All right. So I have two potential finishers to this. Okay. In one is the finisher and one is the actual finisher. All right. Because like any great goofy games, the finish line is not the finish line. Correct. The final one is we have to run the length, a certain length. I would prefer it to be the length of an entire state, but I don't know if that's logistical or not. Oh, well, Alaska versus Rhode Island. Yeah. Which state? I don't know. Like, like that's what I'm saying. This, this is a thing. Uh, Jack, yeah. what's the average distance of all the states in I terms of length? If we're looking at 3,000 miles wide, roughly for the U.S. and probably about five states tall, and then, I, I don't know, probably like four to 500 miles wide. That's okay. my guess. Anyway, well, I want to run an ultra on the shoulder ditch of an interstate. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. every time I'm driving, I'm watching this, and we're always driving flat. But mm-hmm. it goes like this on the side of the road. You would get a ton of vert and a lot of technical running. And it'd be really easy to have support staff go alongside of it and set mm-hmm. up. You could have your crew sitting there with all your wheatgrass with them the whole time. Like you have whatever you want here. Oh, but I would still... like to race interstate to interstate. Okay. So you're just I doing like Trans America to end this. <laughs> like, yeah. And one, I don't know how far state? we're going. It might be a 50K, it might be a 50 miler. It might be states, you know, border to border. I'm not sure, but well, I want to run an interstate ultra off road. Which, which state you... has the, the most uh, dense jungle? And see, I don't think we want that. We actually want something with some shoulder on the no, side. No, I'm saying so that's where we, we we need to start somewhere with Hawaii, the jungle. You said, go, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Hawaii. Yeah. <laughs> so you're running an interstate. I run across one of the maybe we're on the Kamehameha Highway. It's still on the highway. But in Wisconsin, I think on any like one mile stretch, you could get hundreds of feet of vert in certain parts of the state because it's so varied. It would be the most technical ultra you ever run, but you're never more than like ten feet from pavement. It'd be very interesting. So I want an interstate ultra. However, here's the twist. <laughs> the final, the podium that gets there, they have three pronged. So a triangle shape of your, your trophies. So like one's here, one's 50 meters over here, and one's 50 meters over here. It's a, it's an equilateral triangle and it's sitting here with your trophy 
and all of your cash that you've earned in ones. And on go, you begin stealing money from each other one bill at a time. Is there, so this is the combat. Is there is there a defense that you could- but they rip. Your what only happens? defense is endurance and speed. <laughs> Perfect. And That's you go until one person's out of money. And then it turns into one-on-one and the leader, the winner earns all the money. Okay. So it's just a shuttle run, essentially. Unlimited time. <laughs> One bill at a time until you have all of the bills. Until the other people quit. I like it. That's this how is you like mental resilience. Okay. That's a great way to finish. You're not allowed to fuel. And the wheatgrass is empty by this point? Everything's gone. Yeah, There's yeah. no water. There is you've no already, you've food. run across the state. Yeah. You're... This might can be the next morning. Can you take this a detour? This is the ceremony. Everyone shows up thinking they're done. And no. Nope. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's your money. Yet. You can be done, but you don't get money. And so there's no <laughs> fuel. It is just a yeah. pure survival event. Mm-hmm. That's sure. how you get your money at the end of my event. I like it. All right. I got one. This is monostructural because usually there's some monostructural ones <clears throat> that are just like one specific event. And I want you guys help on this. So I have two different options for this. It's, it's a one mile swim with a kickboard. Just kicking. Okay. That's it. <laughs> for a mile. Or, or we could do a 5k. <laughs> That's the event. That's the event. <laughs> I thought you were going like mile into mile into mile. Like no, first one with mile your feet, board. then with your arm. Nope. Okay. Just kickboard. Just make it super boring, super <laughs> slow. Or 5k aqua jog. Why not both? Because... That's too. That's too much. That that we're, we're getting ultra. We're getting. We want to reward. Ultra. Uh, Bracket just ran across an interstate. Dude, a five k aqua jog. Cross it. How long, long is that? Long. That would take forever. I know. That would. Are you allowed to take... cup your hands in the water, or do hands have to stay out of the water for aqua jog? <laughs> if you touch yeah. the bottom, you have to start over. You have like, to. Are you allowed hold, to like? You're holding those. Swim? You're hunt, You're holding the dumbbell. Those like oh, you aqua are. dumbbells. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, nice. yeah, it takes the cupping out of it. Which one? Which like one? That. Kickboard or uh, I would aqua jog. Aqua, aqua jog. jog, yeah. But kickboard <laughs> is more functional. If you're ever in a shipwreck and all you can grab is one piece of like yeah, door that's what I was something. thinking. That's what I was thinking. And we're yeah, testing like reality. That. If you're in a shipwreck, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, what happens if you're in the water but you you don't have your hands? How right? about like, like a hundred meter your fall out? Yeah, aqua you're like jog carrying a baby that you finish. rescued off the boat. You're carrying a baby, and and like like there's no How warms the water. Um, where did I say my event was? Uh, I said uh, California, so California. probably cold. Yeah, I was gonna say it's not. Uh, warm this isn't a pool, but that's the you want it cold. You want them uncomfortable. You can't have them comfortable. Warm might be worse. You don't cool, you don't self regulate your temperature. Mm-hmm. So I want thermal regulation. True. I'm gonna tell people it's cold, but then it's gonna be like bath water. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, that's oh my good. god, I was prepared for cold, and I'm like, suck they're it up, like, <laughs> suck it up, dude. Sometimes yeah. it's warm and comfortable. Sometimes that's okay. what you have to deal with. All right, I've got I've got another event. Okay. All right, well, we've each had a fish event except for me so far. All right, we're gonna be on the edge of a lake on a dock. Let's just say so. You a reservoir. A nice, if it's a Colorado. Nice, nice, stable, just above the water, right there. All right, okay. every single person is going to have a fish attached to a hook, and you're on an air bike, and you have to pedal until you bring it in. It's like. A hundred feet offshore, and this fish does not want to come in. Like shore. a marlin, exactly. Oh yeah, like a swordfish, some big yeah, yeah. fish, and you've got to fight this thing. Well, that's saltwater, Jack. This is unrealistic in Colorado. 
okay. What's we the, can what's a, transport. What's a we want fighting uh, freshwater. All right, fish. a giant this, bass. This a Kirk we'll talk Damn. to Kirk. Yeah. Kirk. Yeah. It's the first time we've needed a Kirk. Big freshwater fish doesn't defeat the purpose. You're just trying. You you have a struggle fight against a very powerful fish and a sturgeon. Every, yeah, with your sure, arms something. and legs. Is it just legs? Did you say? Or it's, no, this is can, on an air bike. Right. Yeah. So you can okay, you can go. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're yeah. just fighting or, or it on an air bike. Or if you want, we could do this on the rower. Like it, it's attached to the fan to the fan base. The rower be would like. be more interesting. Rower, That'd be rower hard. would be interesting. Yeah. Have, your cadence level would have to be crazy. <laughs> yeah, you can't slow you down. Like Fifty like, strokes per minute. <laughs> yeah, I'd like powerful. to see skier though. <laughs> skier could work. Just that that type right, of cadence. Yeah. My, I like my this. thought. My thought was to attach this to your waist, and you just have to run the opposite direction and try to like out beat the fish also not bad versus water but i, I actually be, like that better yeah but i like that because then we could potentially assemble yeah you're in a static camera zone like that's that's the thing we want we want the good viewership and like if it. if 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 you couldn't get away with it you could just like attach a 10 pound weight underwater and have to drag <laughs> it in yeah yeah something yeah, like yeah. That. that 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 i that <laughs> Honestly, you can tell show people up one of these days. <laughs> that, that's not <laughs> yeah. a, like throw a, throw a thing in there, and we'll have it attached yeah. to the ski erg, and uh, whoever gets it up first has to yeah, then do the like lake. fifteen snatches or something. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Rich, where I thought you were going with this is where I'm going for my last event that I have in mind, and this is the trial of miles. Nice. All right. So we're gonna pick a distance that is relatively challenging, and every 400 meters has a different way of completing it. So it'll probably be on a track. Maybe it's in the salt flats like Dylan did. Mm. Where's that, Michael? That's Michael. Michael. So quarter mile yoke carry, quarter mile walking lunges, quarter mile tire flip. Mike Morales did the strongman marathon. Quarter mile handstand walk, quarter mile cartwheels, quarter mile bear crawl. You're literally stealing my event that I had next bracket, but literally. Let's collaborate. And, and, and we come up with every possible way of locomoting in a, in a goofy manner. And it is the race to the finish. I like it. So it is like, it's like the marathon for just, it's like that functional fitness marathon. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, I I was going to, I was going to do the slow 5k where you have to do an inchworm 400, then a cartwheel 400, then (laughs) a a handstand 400, then a lunges 400, like Mm -hmm. just the 400 by death. We no need, one's survive that. We need an inchworm broad in jump functional fitness event that's happening. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Because we're starting to see these type of events where they're on tracks. This will happen. Th- something like this is going to happen. And yeah, yeah that, I think it's okay. You could do a sled push for one of the 400s, mm-hmm. uh, a sled pull for another 400. Because you could just do it in down backs. You know, it doesn't have to be around the track. Just no, no. It. I want pushing around the corner. Around the tra- <laughs> and you've got to deal with the friction, just like high rocks, like no two courses if you are put like. A, if you put a tank on the, and try to do corners on the tank. Yeah. Like, like you might, you might go in like lane nine if you, if you want like a little larger radius, but. I like it. Okay. And I, I la- said, I didn't have any more, but I can do this in 30 seconds. Okay. So assuming this takes place in Vegas or Reno, mm-hmm. the, the kickoff event is a wife carry. However, you have to show up having met someone and married them in the previous 12 hours. <laughs> so like you check in at say like 8 p.m. Race starts at 8 a.m. You have to hit the town and get shotgun married and then show up and do a wife carry. Oh, like it's not, or something. It's not like already pre. It's like you have to 
No, there's like Find this is willing. hunting and gathering. Yeah, <laughs> and it your can't be like you convince them like, "Hey, I'm going to win some money." You have to actually get someone inebriated enough to marry you, legitimate marriage, and do the wife. Legitimate, carriers. yeah. And and the women's division, they have to find a husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I assume. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Choose your partner, whoever. It's good. Yeah. All right, I got one more. I, last one. Does yep. you got some Jack? I've got or, another one. I'll wait unless okay. you want to end it. No, no, no. You can end it. And then, because we got to wrap, this is getting, my brain starting to hurt. Yeah. All right. So this is called the domestic dash. So <laughs> I didn't know where you're going with that. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're starting in a grocery store, like a supermarket sweep style where you have to yeah. get specific events and, and then uh, specific groceries and food items. And as, as fast as you can get it to self-checkout, check that out. You got to run it to the car. Your car has a flat tire. You got to change the tire. Then you have to drive that car through like a specific course with cones. Then you have to park the car and take it into a house. And then you have to, there's going to be a dog in there. You have to, have to make the dog sit. or probably like a golden retriever or something. So like a good dog. And then yeah. you just have to put the so you buy dog So buy some dog treats also. You could buy, you, I mean, it could. You know the yeah. dog's going to be there. You got to get it to sit. Then you got to put the groceries down for time. <laughs> Do you have to like put them appropriately in the freezer, the fridge, whatever? This is the worst event. It's <laughs> the most potential. It's the most practical event. It's the most real See? life scenario that anybody can come across. I mean, other than the running running the rower to the top of the mountain. But <laughs> outside of that, like this is like real life. I want to see who's good at real life. Okay. See, that's what now I'm, what, that's what I'm about. Where I thought you were getting when you said the grocery store dash, I thought you were going to line everybody up and you'd have to weave up and down every single aisle, like start in the aisle one, then go up to aisle two, then back and forth through a hairpin turn around three, like head to head against everybody. That would market sweep. Okay. There should be a diaper change. I think we could, we could add something like that. Here's the thing though. You can't make them do it on command. So it's going to have to be an adult. Yeah. Because then not only are you prepared to be a fa- uh, like a family man, but you are prepared to take care of your parents as they age, which is a rite of passage. Yeah. Double double sided. I'm okay with the diaper change. Adult diaper change. Yeah. Applications will go out for that as well. Probably won't sign up for this one. But <laughs> no, that means that we're not going to announce this one. Yeah, but it's because it's a surprise to, event. You need to be prepared for life, and that's what yeah. we're hoping. That's what I'm trying to find the person that is most suited for real life. When gotcha. This okay, entire time, I've been waiting for you to do your yard games event, and so I'm, by I'm that, about to. I'm disappointed in this. That's a good one. That's real life, practical, practical stuff. But Jack's got a Jack's got a yard games event. Okay, so this is the lawn mowing beer mile. So you have to, you're in a neighborhood, you have to mow every single <laughs> lawn, every single lawn or every single part of someone's lawn. How much acreage are we drink? talking here? Wait, so every standard, lawn or every you know, part of someone's standard 10,000 square foot lot, something like that, you know, quarter acre, quarter fifth acre. Of an acre, whatever, whatever how the many, standard, you know, a normal. Many, there's hundreds of houses in my neighborhood. You, you do, um, quarter uh, less than quarter acre. You do, you're doing one and then you go and drink a beer. And you're doing this with a rock on also. And then like a all day IPA. Seven, eight percent. It has to be seven or eight percent. Has to be heavy, heavy. Because we're we're going for precision. If you're mowing a lawn, it's a yard beer. It's gotta be a yard beer. Three to four. I'm I'm trying to alter the accuracy of the lawn mowing, basically. So like have a shot with it. Okay. Well that's a shot in a beer. 
I mean, top beer is fine, but we're yeah. not. We're not. Okay. Okay. We'll that's fine. That's you guys, tr- you guys know more about beer. You, you guys can set the beer for that. We know more All about right. you. trashy men. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you, you go. And then, and then you have to after you're done with your first one, your first one, you have to go to the neighbor and you do this four times. So presumably you do four beers, four lawn mowing, and then every single person grades you on a scale of one to ten how happy they are with the job that you did. Nice. Some subjectivity in there. Yep. We needed and that. And then and then you have to run with a ruck the the total weight. So if you get four tens, you get a 40, it's 40 minus zero. So but if you get like a five, now you're you're running with 20 pounds on your so, so it's your grade minus the amount of you you know your score. And that and you have to do a 5K with a ruck with that at the end of it. All right. All right. I don't like Got it. Some yard work in there. It's okay. It's okay. I like it's the not, yard work. It's not the idea. I just was waiting for the yard games and I'm not getting them and I'm disappointed. That could be a whole Got different thing. It. These are goofy games. That will wrap us up. Extra goofy at the end here. We got some real stuff to talk about these next couple of weeks, which will be fun. Next week, we'll talk about Stockholm, DECA Fit World Championships. Loaded schedule for next week. BK, what do we got on TRP? Well, we have an episode coming out with Ron Mann. And Matt Baxter. Ron Mann is a legendary coach of NAU. Matt Baxter ran there, was runner-up at nice. Nationals, and now runs professionally for Hoka. And they came on and talked nice. about the legacy of the program. They just wrote a book about basically the, the NAU legacy, culture, lifestyle, why it is, how it became to be what it is. Sweet. We had them on. Did you mention John Howell who ran there? I did not. Oh. But I maybe mentioned John Yatsko. Yasko, there you go. Who I Who's had NAU? an hour-long conversation with prior to this just to see if I needed to know anything. Hmm. Sweet. Do you know that John was a captain there? He went from a walk-on to scholarship to team co-captain. What a and he's a civil engineering major. Is he? Yeah. He's not using it. Uh, doesn't matter. Listed on the website. One time I got somebody reach out to me about uh, like a publicist or whatever. It's like, would you like to have Ben Rosario on your show? I was like, fuck yeah, I would like that. <laughs> and then they probably did a little bit more digging into the podcast. They're like, never mind. <laughs> and then I just never heard back. That's like, dang, that would have been sweet. They been reached out just to insult you. Yeah. They're like, too bad. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> just uh, kidding. Great. Anyway, afterwards, we cut, stopped recording because I'd asked him what he, he's running CIM, Baxter is. And I'm like, you got the twos or you got a proto? He's like, cut the feed, turn the cam off. He's like, I got the prototype. And you show me the Rocket the X3. Oh yeah. He's like, this is like the first, this has a, a tip to it. It's got, you showed the bottom. It looked like adios. It had like cutouts and notches and really? exposed stuff. And he's like, it's so funky compared to the Rocket X2 that I don't think I'm even going to race in it. So I'm not used to how it tips me forward. And I don't know if I can trust it for a marathon. So Ooh, they've got good for me in the pipeline. Their foam is coming. good. Their foam is good. The, uh, I don't know how, I feel like they died kind of fast the rocket x2 really? i don't get i don't get the same pop out of them that i that i had in the beginning uh, and i don't think i warmed that much so that sucks yeah might need some durability so maybe these ones will but you know with these super shoes it's kind of what you get it's kind of what you get yeah i want to hear the uh the the listeners give your own goofy event you know we we spent half an hour talking about it we want to hear the best not not just grade us but like give us some suggestions we didn't hit every good goofy event out there we want to know what we missed if and you, to be honest, 
I think like we have three or four events in there that could actually comprise the legit goofy games. And I would be interested in putting this on. Yeah. Not all of them, not most of them, but a version yeah. of like two or three of them. A few BK, of them would be horrible. I would say BK years are probably the hardest to pull off. The forage for your food and run across the interstate. Or yeah, nothing's impossible. Nothing's impossible. So yeah, if you listen on Spotify, we will drop a uh, poll in here for you to drop your suggestions for a goofy uh, event, and we'll we'll talk yeah. about it next week. Or write it in YouTube at the bottom, or or drop it in YouTube. Yeah, other other podcasts, Apple, they just don't really care to make their product any better. So uh, go ahead and listen on Spotify because that's better. And you should, have you guys are you guys Spotify Premium? No, not no. anymore. Goodness gracious, they have an absurd collection of audiobooks now that come really? along yeah like for with the subscription you get 15 hours of listening time per month which is like a, two books which is more than i would be able to consume but like i thought they were gonna be like terrible titles but they're like all the newest stuff like it's actually awesome oh i might have to look into that so go listen on spotify more you know go listen on spotify all right talk to you guys soon see you guys